One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's tough. I'm Matt Riddle. I fought all around the world in steel cages, knocking people out and breaking bones. It's what I do. So again, do you want me to knock them out or tap them out? August 1 warning, identity revealed as the MMA legend Tito Ortiz. All right, now we started, right? Uh, uh, hello there, folks. Welcome to We Don't Know Evolve 4. Evolve for Danielson versus Fish, the highest numerical value evolved to this point in company history. Um, I'm your host, Sam, joined by co-host, lovely lad, Bucky. Bucky, how you doing? I'm good. We just see we just had this conversation about how I was doing, how you were doing. So I but I gave it I was I said I was alright. But now since we're recording Gotta put on a show. We weren't recording before, right? Wink, wink. Um, I'm I'm great, man. I'm I'm very well. People at work ask me, "Hey, how are you doing today?" And there's like an air of negativity at at pretty much any job. Obviously, everybody's just like, "Oh, can we can we for Friday?" Um, I always just say, "I'm very well," and they're like, "Oh, I think it helps them," you know. Even if I'm lying, and I'm a good liar, that's part of it. I think it helps them. I'm very well, Sam. How are you? Um, I'm I'm doing fine. See, I'm we're, doing we're fine. Do, doing fine. Everything's um, fine. Perfectly fine. I had Sonic for the first time in a very long time. First time I've had a Sonic's burger. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, but eh. if you gotta do it, there's worse. They things. often will have like a two burgers and a tot and a drink for five dollars thing. That sounds good. Can't you know, you get paid every two weeks, then that Wednesday and Thursday, like right before payday, you're really scraping it together. You're like, uh, like grabbing the, everybody can relate to this, right? Yeah, 100%. You're trying to, you know, digging in the couch cushion for pennies that you dropped from your pants. And Did, uh, did you drop them or your pants drop them? Or did you drop your pants? They fell out. I, I keep my change in my socks, actually. Um, That's no, smart. I, I, Every time you got to go fuck a piece around of joint. the couch. All right. My pants never drop on the couch. I'm not savage. I'm not, I'm not a young man anymore. <laughs> um, no, you know, and you, you go to Sonic or you go to Wendy's, get that four for four deal, which I highly recommend. The $5 box from Hardee's or the, uh, you know, anything off the Taco Bell menu. They're all fine establishments. Yeah. They, uh, they do the trick. Tonight's show sponsored by Yum Brands. Um, we actually can't legally say that, but um, <laughs> you're the expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I've been around the block a few times. Um, okay, we're gonna talk about all four. Um, yeah, Larissa's. We game. don't want to. Ex- let's not extend the banter segment any further. Than no, we no, we've do. killed it. Let's let's talk <laughs> about right. it. Um, let's. I'll let me bring you into it. Here's how this show, when I clicked play, you are greeted by the American Dragon Brian Danielson um, telling you how he started this uh, idea of a company. And then almost immediately, you got Larry Larry Dallas uh, walking on the scene um, to which Danielson literally kicks him out of the building. 
um, like a big old bully. Um, and Larry Dallas has some very horny Mean Street Posse gear going on. Um, it's just a, it's a heck of a way to start a show. Does he ever? Um, yeah. Well, uh, I've got him. I've I've begun calling him Lorazepam Larry. Um, he's wearing a sweater vest with nothing underneath it, which is really a look, man. Um, and Danielson kicks him out of the door and says, Sean Davis doesn't belong here. Like, so Sean Davis is a huge part of the canon of this show, I feel like, right? It's, he's a very important figure. And I, I think he's, his, his presence has been felt and his lack of presence on this show is immediately felt. Um, now some might say Sean Davis out, Brian Danielson in upgrade, but I disagree. I don't know. I, I didn't love this. Um, yeah, you really, Larry Dallas is part of an act. He's not the act. Um, and gave it, I don't think he got it. Hashtag the draw. Yeah, okay. No. Um he sells some DVDs probably um at the, at the venue. Um he sells something. Sells something. <laughs> we'll talk more about that later. Um okay. There we go. Then Code of Honor. Boom. Right <laughs> then and there. And then every they... match has a consequence. The consequence is the time that we are spending talking about it. Uh and then we really get right into a match almost. Like, it's it's a pretty... There's no, like, pre-banter this show. No fuss, no muss. Let me ask you something. Is that voiceover changing, like, every show? That, that like, the rules have evolved? Because it feels like it's, like, slightly different. And, I, like, he's adding a little bit more each time. Just really ooh, some tweaks. Give it a little pizzazz. It's evolving. It, wow. Wow. Yep. So we're um, done. This is that was the show. That was the show. We've made right. the bit, and now we're good. All right. I think match match one. <laughs> um, Brody Lee versus John Moxley. I'm gonna go out and say second best match in Evolve history up to this point. Yo, oh, all right. Um, I'm not gonna go that far, but I liked it a lot. Okay. Well. Um, I noticed at the beginning of this that this is a, it was a. So you're watching DVDs, right? Uh, yes, this is a physical copy of... Oh, uh, physical media. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. got a nice thick case. Um, <laughs> you know, Dave a little, got them wholesale from like... When you put this on the the, the wiki, um, they'll tell you that uh, they, the WN sells out of the um, clear jewel case. Um, and then they switch to just, just like cardboard casing. Um Cool. Yeah, I got the original case. That's what I'm trying to say. It's valuable. Vol 4 in demand content yeah. on eBay. Yeah, man. Uh, you, you have, like, the first 10 or what? Uh, yeah, I got the first 14. Wow. First, man. So I don't know if you're familiar, like, with eBay and eBay selling in general, but they would call that a lot. You could sell your near-complete lot I don't, I don't think 14 is when they stopped doing shows, but it might as well have been. That's a near complete lot, and you could probably sell that for, I don't really know the going rates, but I feel like one day when we're done with this and the show is a long forgotten memory, uh, you could make, I don't know, $20, $25 off of that. Yeah, I, 
which I spent two dollars. So really gonna nice. make that. Bad. You gotta make money to spend money. That's exactly. what I always say. Uh, I was gonna say though, are you watching this like on a like on a media player on your PC? Or are you putting it into a television? Uh, well, you just slide it right into the screen. <laughs> just I just throw it at it and nice. it, magic happens. No, yeah. this is a computer. It's come a long way. Um, okay, I got a, so you're popping it on the VLC media player. Exactly. exactly. Okay, so you see you see timestamps. So I noticed two hours eighteen minutes, which is a really like reasonable length for a show, and I think. In my head, every other show has been over 220, and I think one of them was 234 or something. I think there's like a threshold there where if it's two hours, 18 minutes, I'm like, okay. But if it's two hours, 20 minutes, and one second, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to have to split this in half, maybe three different parts because there's no way. This is way too long. Um, Similar to where I could make a purchase of $99.99, no sweat. But if I'm spending 100 or more, I have to think about it. Um, do you experience anything like that when it comes to the length of matches or shows? Um, yes, 100%. Um, usually anything beyond a, a um, seven-minute match um, draws my Sweet spot. Yep. Yep, draws my ire. Um, anything past an hour 45 for a professional wrestling event oh. Um that's um, an epic. Um, what shows are shorter than an hour forty five minutes? Um, I, you know the best ones, really. When you think about it, um, yeah. I can't day, name any. Day four, um, <laughs> day four of the Champions Carnival from two thousand seventeen. <laughs> um, maybe maybe just all wrestling shows are bad. Um, mm. They don't have a proper length. Um, mm. they, no promoters really got it down. Um, yeah. But, you know, two hours and a little, little extra, a little meat on that bone, um, not too bad. WWF Heat. Yes. Jacked and metal. Got it. Um, match one, <laughs> John Moxley and Brody Lee. Um, so I cut my finger last night before watching this. Like, pretty bad. Like, I mean, not super, not bad, but bad enough to where I had to wear a bandage. And I could not type. So some of my notes are a little bit... Well, first of all, they're full of typos. Um, they usually are, but they're way worse. Um, and this is... There's some, some missing spots here. Um, and I bled all over my keyboard, but that's, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, second best. What's the first? Hidaka uh, Hero? Hidaka Hero. Yeah. Uh, is, gonna... This clock's in at five minutes, 50 seconds. Oh yeah, it was short, wasn't it? Um, so that's just that is mm, that really that five to seven minute range. There's a lot of a lot that happens there emotionally for me. Mm. Um, and there's just it's chaos from beginning to end. They go completely at each other um, the entire time. There's a sense of danger. Um, <laughs> Brody's chucking Moxley into the crowd. Moxley's hopping off guardrails like he's a wild man. Um, flailing. Um, I love when, I love when people just fly through the air, flailing and hope for the best. Um, Did you call him a loud man? A wild man. Oh, I thought. You... Okay. He's Got also a loud man. A loud man. Yeah, he smells um, loud. He'll say stuff in the ring. Um, not a shit talker, but just a... ah. Yeah. Um, He's got. He grunts. Um. Yeah, Moxley is electric, man. He's. This era of him, I mean, Brody is always has always been good, has been good consistently, will stay good forever. Uh, you know, Dean Ambrose is like one of the worst people 
I just think it's fair to say if we did a New York 50 uh, ranking, and of course we'd have to do it, you know, 50 worst wrestlers in the territory, um, I think Moxley would rank pretty high or low depending on how you're ordering your New York 50 list. Um, he's terrible now. He's absolutely terrible. But he is fucking good here. He's so good. And he does not fit into this company, and that helps him. Um, I've got I I wrote a lot down. Um, I'm not gonna like go move for a move. I know we do that a lot on this podcast, but you know I'm gonna resist. Uh the uh, the Pete Schermacher on Titans of Wrestling. No, okay. Well, no, I've right. never talked to anyone um, from Titans of Wrestling. No, okay. okay. Not. In real, well, actually, I may have talked to them in real life. Inside.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. I called into Johnny Sorrow's satellite radio show, or not satellite, internet radio show in like 2007. Talked to him about uh, WWF Velocity. Um, wow, that sounds like something I would never ever want to do. Um, yeah. It was, like, it was a time. willingly call um, Jonathan Sorrow. Yeah. Um, I, I know his real name. I won't broadcast it. Wow. Okay. Okay, we got a little backstage uh, gossip here. Um, he sucks. Uh, Brody Lee at one point goes the classic Canaan Taker Brothers of Destruction choke, uh, slam position from the ground from his back and just ooh, I'm gonna grab that that throat that's just right there. Um, doesn't hit a choke slam, but I got emotional looking at it. Mm. Um, there's parts in this match I lost consciousness, um, and it ends in a double DQ. So. What more can you want? Um, <laughs> you of, lost cabin pressure in the room and you just passed out. fucking lost it. They mentioned that he guzzled him. Did you, when, That's when the he, word. Bre- That's the word you're looking for, yeah. So, yeah, and I've heard people say guzo. Have you ever heard this? Um, I've only read the word, so really this is the first time I've ever heard it. I feel like, like Scott Hall on like a... Fucking, because Scott Hall used to do a choke slam, right? Um, not like Brothers of Destruction style. Uh, probably actually closer to like a Kiritawe style. Uh, Nodawa Otashi. You know, that's how they. Um, anyways, the, <laughs> he called it a guzo. And I don't know where that came from. I, I was hoping maybe you'd have some insight on that, but I have, I have written down uh, in quotes guzzled and guzo and then like 40 question marks. So, all right, well, that's all right. Uh, send us an email if you if you have the answer, of course. That's uh, uh, corrections at WDKW. Uh, that's not right, but we'll get there. We'll figure it out. Teamwork. Um, it'll be in the show notes. Um, there's some good stuff in this. Uh, you said you could go spot for spot with everything in here. Is there anything you want to point out? Because I got a few. Um, okay. Um, chop exchange. Um, mm-hmm. And Brody is laying it in. Um, I, I'm just reading notes here. Um, Big Boot Daddy, uh, three exclamation points. Lee starts beating on Moxie with all sorts of chops. Um, and it's just more and more of that um, in excess. Um, okay. If there's anything you want to point to specifically, just hit it. Uh, so, yeah. So, Moxley does – it's not just chops. He does, he does like, like nasty little shit. Like, he – like when he stomps or kicks, he like uses the the point of his like toe of his boot. Um, he does elbows like down striking elbows that look like they would be in a real fight. Where he's re- like again the point of the elbow. 
Um, he's like a real nasty dude. Um, I, I think stuff like that is what sets him apart from, you know, I mean, there's plenty that sets him apart, but if we're talking like on a technical, the work capital W work level, um, he just gets how to make the little shit look, you know, not spectacular, but, um, very minutely, uh, painful and aggressive. Um, I noticed the crowd was either louder, hotter, probably. It's probably both things. Uh, louder and hotter, as well as like better mic'd. Um, they should, seem... should note this is the first show not in um, Rahway. Rahway. This is in Union City, New Jersey, the ACE Arena. Um, um, yeah, I was going to ask about that. So that Rahway venue is where JPW ran a lot obviously we talked about that um, do you have any idea what other shows happened here because I do not here like yeah, the Ace Arena yeah what's what's it known for um, not much nothing specials happened here um, there's right. been some Chikara shows that's where the AWXW show occurred when <laughs> I'm sorry over. the what uh, what a WXW show happened in that building? Yeah, I, I believe so. Um, oh, cool. Okay. CCW sure. The Vision. Um, oh, of course. New Heights 2015, of course. Yeah, exactly. You crushed it. Right. Okay. Well, so uh, rich history for the, I'm sorry, the Ace Arena? Ace, you really, anything you want it to be. The All Acne right. Arena. All right. The Ace. Got it. Like. Um, that's what they call it. You know, that's what the neighborhood kids call it. Uh, go around the ace. I, I did uh, Google search Ace Arena, thinking that would come up with anything, and I'm just like, nah. Why did I? Why did I bother? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a building that held 50 people that was probably demolished like eight years ago. Like literally, the second the show ended, they ran a fucking bulldozer through it. Like that Hanataras show, they just destroyed the entire thing. Um, so, just a couple more things. Sick guardrail bump by Moxley. Looks almost like a botch, but it's just Moxley, like, doing dangerous shit to his body. Looked like he really fucked up his coccyx. His, co- his, co- his coccyx. Um, and then, I don't know, yeah, double DQ. Like, um, it's weird. It's a weird thing. I guess that's, you know, they, they push, they're pushing that Gabe's promotion is bitch-ass bullshit. Um, and the ref, like, then, like, suspends one of them, I guess. He suspended John Moxley. He has the power to do that. I guess Mike Keener is doubling as uh, the GM. I, I don't have any idea what's going on uh, with a lot of the like storyline angles. Um, even though I've watched each one of these shows, there's no continuity. There's no through line except for wins and losses matter, I guess. Um, but then Brody kicks a chair into Moxley's like actual mouth. Oh, and it's very good because they really zoom in on Moxley being a, a gentleman, a sportsman, mm. putting that chair on the ground because he does not want to get um, in any more trouble. Um, so what you don't see is that Brody's gearing up to boot him right in the face and smacks him with a boot with a chair, and it looks sexy. Um, I'll just say that. <laughs> Yeah, I guess now that you mention it, it is some pretty decent camera work. Um, zooming in on Moxley there and not showing Brody in the frame at any point. And then not just that, but the way, like, the blocking of it, the way it pans out quickly. 
and Brody like takes a swing at the ref. Um, it's got a nice, um, I don't want to say cinematic feel, but it's it's definitely like gets something across that you wouldn't be able to do if you were just there live and watching it all happen. It would it comes off, fuck it, cinematic. There you go. Um, we make movies. Yeah, and in a, a promotion that does not deliver a whole lot of violence um, and chaos, um, this delivered it in spades. And this is this is the opener, folks. Um, Moxley's. Two matches in, Moxley. Hit. I mean, I know you didn't love the Drake match. Um, it was it was too long, probably. I think you shaved three or four minutes off that Drake match. You would probably like it a lot more. Um, but I think it, these two matches complement each other pretty well. I think Moxley is, uh, aside from Brad Attitude, I guess um, Moxley is maybe the guy right now for me in this promotion. Oh, that is so sad of you to say. Is it his last ever match here? Well, I mean, Brad Attitude will never be back. Oh, well, I mean, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, w- he went to join his dead mom in the sky, I guess, right? It's it's very sad what happened, but I guess he's at least he's back with her, right? So. Yeah, I hope you can corroborate that. Ask him on Twitter.com. Um, <laughs> Should what? I? No. Um, How's your mom, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do that right now. Uh, oh, I was wrong. He will be back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, one more match. God. One, one more, more Brad Allen match. Come one up. more match. You know when they would chant that at yeah, yeah, Shawn yeah. Michaels? I, and I then apparently, that. apparently, Shawn Michaels, he likes the chant. He if gave it to it. Receive. Yep, there you go. Just took uh, nine years? Gabster's going to need some people to fill out this card for WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, Shawn Michaels uh, versus Shane Strickland for the title. Um, Mania Weekend, WWN Super Show. I'm looking forward to it. God, can you imagine that? <laughs> the worst, worst possible match of all time. Um, it's going to be good, actually. Um, but thanks. Oh. Okay. Um, so, no, no backstage segments for the rest of this one. Um, game. New format. Gabe tossed out the documentary crew. They were costing a fortune. He just rented a room for the next day um, to do interviews um, with these winners. <laughs> he rented a room, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, the big hour. break. Brody Lee. <laughs> will Dude, they ne- charged Gabe by the hour, and he's like, yeah, I can get him done. <laughs> just breezing right through him. Hey, Gabe, do you want me to send a girl up? No. That's, I got it. <laughs> Um, a big rig. Lenny here. I don't need a girl. I got I got Lenny. <laughs> got Lenny's feet. Um, yeah. what more do you need? He's bringing the girls. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> he won't apologize for his behavior. He he laughs at the thought of playing by the rules. Fuck and you I won't do what you tell me. Those who died are justified. Wearing the badge, they're the chosen whites. Um, okay. Yeah. The Nina, the Penta, the Santa, Maria. Okay. Okay. Um, um, next match. There's a lot of people in this next match. There's, I I have an embarrassment in this next match, but it's Chris Dickinson versus Rich Swan versus Ricochet versus Drake Younger. 
Mm. Um, Drake, constant, professional, tries to wake up the crowd on his entrance. <laughs> um, they were not that's... into it. It's so good. Um, Dickinson's coming in 0-3 into this one, <laughs> um, which looks really embarrassing on the screen. And then I wrote, Cheech is 1-0? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and then Damn. I was like, today, um, Cheech wasn't in this match. How did mm. that note come out? Um, so, I'm sure Cheech isn't, isn't, isn't in this match. He, he might sneak in there. <laughs> I think Cheech was in another four-way. That's probably how that happened, right? I have no idea. I just wrote Cheech's 1-0. Cheech's 1-0. And, oh. um, and I was like, ah, that doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> add up. He wasn't even in any regulated singles match. Um, <laughs> okay, so it's inaccurate. It's not even accurate that... No, it's not even accurate. He's Damn. a loser um, in the singles division. That's, well, in the unofficial singles division, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah, he yeah, only yeah. lost the qualifying match, It was right? not sanctioned. Um, unsanctioned. But evolved yeah. <laughs> governing body of wins and losses. un sanctioned um, A match where wins and losses actually didn't matter. Right, right. Chris Dickinson not wearing a t-shirt on his way to the ring, bringing an end to the... Uh, I, I know... The favorite of many, the segment uh, known as the Chris Dickinson T-shirt watch. Um, so hopefully next show he can grace us with his um, his his screen printed graphic tee uh, expertise again. Uh, it was sorely missing from this one. Nah, you're never gonna see that because it's July 23rd and he's 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 embracing PEDs, brother. Um, mm-hmm. He you can tell like he looked like a skinny motherfucker for the first three shows and he's just beefy. Um, and that just does not happen overnight. Um, but I loved it. Uh, he, he looked like he was just having some rage in this one. Um, he, he, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, (laughs) I'm glad you, that's what you got out of that. Um, at one point I, I, Dickinson's, I think is the star of this match. Um, yeah, he does a press slam to Uh drop on the floor. And it makes an uncomfortable noise. Yeah. Um, like a dull thud. Um, it was like a classic, like, Gorilla Press, uh, like, slam, too. It wasn't It wasn't like he got dropped. Um, this was like Sting doing it to Flair and, like, Clash of the Champions, except on the floor in front of 75 people. Like, really good. Drake's, Drake's the fucking best. Ricochet, um, actually, during the intros, they booed Drake. And Ricochet says, oh, come on, how are you going to boo Drake? And I was just like, man, Ricochet's all right, too, I guess. <laughs> game, recognized game. Uh, so overall, I thought this was a fun four-way. Uh, Did Rich Swan beat up his wife? Are they married? I don't know. Who's to say? He, he probably did. did right? Definitely, definitely beat up someone. Is he bad at wrestling? I don't think so. Who's to say? I, you know what? I'll say. He's terrible. Wow. I think Rich Swan is one of the worst, um, like of that generation of flyers. He looks better here than I've seen him recently. Um, he's got some unique movements. And, like, I guess looks kind of dynamic for someone who's just trying really hard not to forget where he's supposed to stand and when he's supposed to do a backflip. Um, but 
I don't know. I think he's terrible. And his double jump 450, still one of the all-time shittiest indie wrestling spots. It just looks so stupid. I'm going to disagree there um, oh. because he does his, his his jumping double bounce off the floor um, 450. And, um, and Drake gets his knees up and he just wallops right into him face first. Oh. And it looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so that was good. But, I mean... That was just gravity, man. Like he it was gonna stab. I don't know. Um, yeah, Dickinson, the highlight here, I, I would guess. Um, I, I think I'd agree with that. I think um, he does some like crazy head drop move that I can't even describe on Drake. That's kind of looks like um, like a Hiromu um, kind of thing, you know? Um, like one of Hiromu's weird little. Um, dvd driver like thing to the side where he spins and the his opponent spins and it never looks the same twice but it always looks dangerous it was like that i think that's a pretty good description yeah Um, i call it the weird suplex fucker the weird suplex fucker and then he does some um some other big you know he what is he he hits um like a double backdrop driver on swan and ricochet and like they both they go up in stereo and their feet like are completely pointed straight up at the air um, when they land, like right on their heads. Um, good, good stuff. Yeah, the Big whole shit is making Dickinson look like the hardest fucker on God's green. Um, yeah, I was here. And for Drake's it. hitting suplexes and bombs on the skinny weezer, skinny skinny weezers, skinny wieners as well. Um, he's he's doing some big stuff, uh, exploders and and big Germans. I don't know. The white guy's really looking good here. <laughs> um, uh, the finish... It, mm, mm. Yeah. The finish is I mean, kind of dumb. So I thought it was going to be... So yeah, it is just... It's just a It's just a finish. It's just a good, solid finish. Drake wins with the, uh, the cop killer the, um, on Swan. Yes. Yeah. Um, but... At the time, Dickinson has, I don't know, a rear naked choke or something on Ricochet. Yeah, so um, Dickinson, uh, Ricochet goes for a, a reverse Rana on Dickinson, and Dickinson doesn't go with it. Launches Ricochet face first into the top turnbuckle, throws him down, grabs the sleeper. Um, uh, during this time, this is when Swan does that 450 with his face um, to Drake's knees. Drake's landing. One, two, three. All the while, Dickinson has that sleeper on. And, you know, Gabe Magic at it again. Yeah. Um, I thought they might do, like, a double, you know, double victor thing where they, uh, what, ricochet taps at the same time that the three is being counted. Um, so I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised to see it was just a clean Drake win. And, you know, I'm a big Drake guy. Uh, if all four, baby, we're doing it, baby. Um, I think it makes the most sense for him to win. Um, let me ask you this. Does Dickinson take, like, an official L, or is he still 0-3? No, he's still 0-3. You gotta, okay. You got to take the pin to get the L. Okay. Man. This is complicated as hell. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I thought the restraint that they showed in the booking where they could have gotten a lot dumber, I thought it was okay. Um, I don't know. 
Why do people take headfirst DDT bumps off of like Hurricane Rana's and head scissors? I don't know. It looks cool as shit. Um, oh, no, it doesn't. No, it looks sick when someone just lands on the top of their dome, right in their soft spot. Fake as hell. Do you know Unbreakable Andy Andy Harner? One hundred percent. I yeah yeah. Okay, so I used to watch. This. I've I got to talk about backyard wrestling every episode. No, That's part of the absolutely. Part. I did a whole podcast about it. One episode, right. But a whole I li- podcast episode. I like that episode. I remember listening to it and enjoying it very much. Um, those are my people. Um, he used to wrestle as Anarchy Andy. Him and his group of fellow Juggalos in I think Central Pennsylvania, um, maybe Jersey. I'm not really sure. Um, and he was the first person I ever saw do that. And he would do it. I don't know, like three or four times a match because everybody there would just do head scissors. Like satellite head scissors was the entire thing. And Anarchy Andy, by the way, Unbreakable Andy Harner. You know the gimmick where you do the the satellite head scissor, but you spin an extra time? Like K Ness or Dragon Kid was like the first person I ever saw do that, where you spin, you go around the back a second time? Yeah. Okay, I think, does that, does that make sense? Will that translate? No, it won't, you know. but I think I understand. All right. I watched uh, Anarchy Andy, Unbreakable Andy Harner, go around seven times on a guy once. <laughs> um, but anyways, he used to take that bump, that face head bump every time. Um, fellow backyarder Dave Maynard would do the same. I, I, I just associate it with backyard wrestling. I think it looks stupid. Even when a master like freak athlete like Ricochet does it, I feel like it just does it does not fit the laws of the established laws of professional wrestling bumps. I think it's stupid. I hate it. I don't like it. Um, I don't think you respect the sport, but that's fine. Yeah, fair. Post-match. Um, Dickinson, tired of these motherfucking rules. Um, so that's that's 2-0 for matches <laughs> where folks are just tired of Gabe's shitty rules. Um, yeah. so that's cool. Um, and then on 9... Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yep. On 9-11, Drake. 9-11, baby. Uh, We're going to do it on 9-11. We'll line someone up and then drop them on their head. Um, drop. <laughs> I don't know. People just shouldn't have wrestling shows on 9-11. 9-11, baby. And Gabe has done this multiple times. We're taking it back, baby. We're going to do it. 9-11. Still sounds more like Buddy Landell than Drake Younger when I... I got to work on that. I'm going to work yeah, on that between... Like, you had two weeks. Yeah. Well, are we... Are we are we legitimately going to do a podcast a week after you've gotten married? Are we doing that? No, probably should, not. You had two weeks. Talk about you this. had two weeks. Oh, I had two weeks. Okay. Uh, okay. What do you mean? What, what do you want to talk about? What? When's the next? When's the next show after this? That's a good, very good question. Very good question. Don't have an answer. All right, we'll talk. We'll, it's all right. I don't want to pressure you. I'm very proud of you. You're going to do a great job as a husband. I have all the faith in the world in you. We can talk about this another time. Nine uh, eleven, baby. Nine eleven. Uh, um, sorry. The next I need, match. I, no, the next... I need to do a quick, um, okay. quick Google search uh-huh. of nine eleven. No. No. Hey, let me ask you this. Um, you got Google up? Yes. All right, I want you to type three words. Zeitgeist, the movie. It's going to blow your fucking mind. Huh. Yeah. A filmmaker looks at religion 
the 9-11 terror attacks and possible plans. Oh, you don't actually know what this is. By international leaders to create a single world bank. No. Okay. Well, Why it's... would I know this? <laughs> it's the worst it's i just i I was i didn't know i didn't know you didn't know it's okay you shouldn't know did they tell you that the twin towers was uh 9-11 was an inside job that they i don't i don't even know anymore man they blew it up from the inside fucking high when i watched it it was like 10 years ago no because if so i definitely watched them community college um it's it's a community college ass production i'll tell you what um so yeah Anybody out there, um, put it in the show notes if you want. Um, I think it's free on Vimeo. Um, yeah, I feel like Tina San Antonio. You still there? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely watched this in community college. Um, okay. Yeah, they, they, uh, a teacher definitely tried to convince me that this was the truth. Um, they were right. Yeah, and, um, Clean eating could cure cancer. Um, yeah, it was a wild time. Yeah. Um. Next day interview. Drake wearing a Pacers number seven. Um. It. I don't know. It may be that, that may be Jermaine O'Neal. I'm unsure of who that may be. Oh, okay. That's what I was googling. Um. But I couldn't not find a definitive answer. Apparently, it does not look like um, there are any um... big time number sevens out there. Yeah, but no, Jermaine O'Neal would make sense. He was like mid two thousands, I think. I'd buy it. Um, well, I mean, I wouldn't buy the jersey. Yeah, Pacers sure. are ass, dude. That's real. That's real. Um, uh, calls Rich Swan a nice hot up and comer. Um, <laughs> yeah, on the on the daily commitment report, maybe Dickinson. Uh, he he can he also cannot explain the Dickinson move um, that he was hit with. So I thought that was a very good bit. Oh, of, did he did he shout it out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He like ah, Dickens got me up for ah, yeah, this pile driver. Um, he hit me with that Hiromu, baby. <laughs> um, so I was like, that's relatable. Um, and yeah, now we I know he's gonna wrestle Sammy Callahan out of all five. Um, good bit, of, good bit of promotion. Next match. I bet that'll be good. They have good matches. Yeah, yeah. We got Tina San Antonio versus Mercedes Martinez. Um, yeah. You got any hot insight for this one? Um, so, I don't have any notes on this match. That's fair. Um, but this is the part where, I don't know, I'd had a couple of beers at this point, And I... Um, it was at this point that I wrote and recorded a short uh, song about Lenny Leonard's feet. Would you like? Would you like to hear it? Um. Yes. Um. I'll take it. All right. Um. I will. Uh, I'll send this to you. Um. I, you could listen to it. On the air, um, and uh, I don't know. We can, we can, if 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 you think it's up to snuff for the quality of this show, if you think it would add something to what we're doing here, um, you could just slide it right on in there. Um, here you go. 
It's uh, it's 51 seconds long. Still trying to figure out how to do this. Where's the? There we go. You'll hear it if you're listening to this. I apologize. There you go. Um. So do you want me to play this now? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and just give it a listen. Give it a listen. You let me know what you think. Sweetie Lenny, baby, show me the feet. Glad I saved that pick before you hit the lead. You toes that look so good, they made me want to eat. And when you flex that foot, you know I'm about to ski. Sweetie Lenny got me stuck in on toes. You fucking know I shared a picture so. with the bros. When I see that pretty foot, you know I bust Thoughts. fast. 30 seconds, I'll be in the Okay, so I just finished. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, a lot to digest there. Um, but art is all I could think of the entire time. Yeah. Um, Keep in mind, I'm not a professional musician. Which is baffling to me. Um, if you haven't, like, have you thought about pursuing that? I mean, I'm, I, I'll tell you what, I created a SoundCloud last night. Yeah. So. Yeah, sure. This is going up there, right? Oh yeah. yeah, and I've already got two tattoos in my face, so I'm ready, ready for the lifestyle. Oh, good. So o- the way OBS works is I can record like all the sound I hear in my headphones, so mm-hmm. I don't even need to edit that in. Everyone oh, just wow. heard that. Oh, you you record podcasts in OBS? Oh shit. Okay, cool. I didn't realize. Hey, behind the curtain, I didn't even realize. Cool. Yeah, all someone right. someone taught me that and said, "Hey, this is a good way to do this," and I was like, "Yeah, sure." Ob- I I'm a I'm a gamer streamer. OBS is very good. Uh Tita San Antonio, she loses. <laughs> um Unless yeah. you want to talk about the song some more. No, yeah, that's okay. No, I no. Yep. It's interesting that you did did it during this this match, but I hear that. This is not a long match. Oh, don't do that. Don't paint me like that, man. Um it's two minutes and fifteen seconds. Um and you create a rap. Uh, that last 51 seconds. Um, so there's I may have paused. Deep inspiration that occurred here. Yeah. Um, Mercedes Martinez at some point hits grounded knees to the top of the head, um, which is good. Um, pride never dies. <laughs> um, Rampage Jackson versus Mercedes Martinez. My money's on Martinez. Um that's not true. Quinn, he's a large, large man. Um, he, <laughs> he's old, though. Yeah, yeah. Still large. Um, hard, to, hard to beat that. Um, you think that WSU women's title would probably fit better on a Quentin Rampage Jackson than it does on Mercedes Martinez? Probably. I... Probably. That seems accurate. Big belt. Big belt for a big man. Um, yeah. After this match, we get a cool... We got a cool thing that happens. Um, let me tell you here. Uh, Mercedes Martinez says, um, the biggest, baddest bitch in wrestling hasn't mm. said anything. <laughs> then we got a graphic that appears in your bottom of your corner of your screen that gets 
big um of let me get this this pre uh preface right oh i did not write it down um so let's go with amazing kong um ripping <laughs> a picture of Marce- mercedes um and doing the belt sign at chest level um <laughs> the it, big belt the big belt um <laughs> and then Mar- martinez is just grinning um and then to end it, all I remember hearing is uh, Mercedes saying, biggest, baddest bitch in wrestling, one more time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that ruled. Does Kong speak? Not here. In life, yes. Yeah, so is is that, is she, does she not, is that, like, part of the fucking character? Like, that was a thing that went through my mind. Is this a character we're supposed to believe does not speak English? How fucked up is this character? Hmm. I never watched TNA. Um, like I've seen a few of their like her matches with Gail Kim are obviously very good, but I've never seen like any angles or whatever. Does she speak English? Um, I don't know if she has spoke in her TNA run. Now that you okay. say that, um, yeah, I'm starting to wonder things about this fucking character because I, it... I I believe her uh, manager wore a, a burka <clears throat> of some sort. Okay, right. It was cheerleader Melissa, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oof. All right. But like, I don't know, any... like, what part of the world does that put these both of them in? Um, Insights or um, you know opinions on on this? Please send them to uh, uh, problematic at wdkevolve uh, dot biz. Um, we'd like to hear from you because uh, this is. The next show, we're going to see, you know, we're going to see just how problematic this Evolve Women's Division gets. Oh, uh, the... uh, it should be noted that they did say uh, her record is 3-0. and um, Oh, okay. But it has not been declared that there is a official Evolve's Women Division, so I think that mm. um, the graphics guy got a little ahead of himself. So. <laughs> uh, the graphics guy. Who is the graphics guy? I want to meet him. I don't know. Doing good work. Mm. He, he we love you, Cheech pal. Cheech was one know, so don't know about that. Cheech one to know. Next up, I I don't got a whole lot to say about this one. It's Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Finally, that's all I have written down. Yeah, I got I got one of my notes is Cole has some body oil on him. Wow. Yeah, he's always been, like, he's always, um, like, you can tell he was a big, like, mid-90s prime-era Bret Hart fan um, with the amount of fucking just gun oil, like, fucking lube. all Like, you'd think he had a hole in his chest and he was hoping somebody was going to fuck it because he is covered in the shit. Um, he's disgusting. He's a disgusting man. Um, and also... Um, I think what Gargano says that that's what he that's all he has to offer is that he's got like pretty hair, right? He mentions Adam Cole has pretty Adam Cole does not have fucking pretty hair. It's like thin as shit. Like motherfucker, I got pretty hair. Adam Cole looks ratty as hell. He looks like he's not he's not a he's not a pretty man, all right? Um and also let me ask you this. What does Bradshaw that ass mean? I I have no idea. 
Was Johnny that Gargano is yeah, Johnny Gargano said it on the on the mic. Um Johnny Gargano is I don't he's he might I guess he's maybe an okay promo now that he's just doing uh innocent babyface bullshit in the next T. But man, he is he is maybe the worst person on these shows. Um it's crazy. It's crazy how fucking bad he is. And there's some um, bad and, things in these shows. <laughs> what? No. Uh, Adam Cole also very bad, and he's like Adam Cole's bad at like running the ropes. I don't know if you. There's a couple. There's like two specific moments where he seems to struggle running the ropes. Like he gets Irish whipped and he stumbles, and it's not even like it's just crazy. It's it's crazy that these two guys are famous. Um, and I like I like a lot of Johnny stuff recently. Obviously, uh, it's like my second favorite match of the year is him versus Almas, and Almas is obviously a fucking superstar. But Gargano played a huge part in that. Adam Cole couldn't have that match with Andrade Almas for sure. Um, but man, these two guys are fucking terrible. And Gabe is—I don't know—he likes them, I guess. He want—he clearly wants to fuck uh, Adam Cole. Um, ooh, that, huh? And that, to this day, no, no, no. Every- that just that really recontextualizes um, the Jimmy Jacobs character, um, mm. because in the post show, um, Jimmy Jacobs totally drugged out of his mind. Um, <laughs> calls calls Cole sexy, um, and then like. If there were, he says, if there were showers in the back, this this locker room does not have showers. Um, he would attempt to sexually assault Adam Cole. Yeah, he says, let me see that ass. Yeah, like um, he's fucking like fucking threats of fucking prison rape. This show is crazy. This is like, I'm surprised nobody's like as told anyone not to like drop the soap or whatever like this is like real weird like like late 90s let's joke about prison rape and you know nice ass love to oh oh it's such vile shit like there's some good stuff here but man this shit actually turns me off of this like the wrestling being bad turns me off of it obviously but Fucking, this stuff is so unnecessary. Yeah, it's bad. It's not. It's not good. Um. Then what someone. Is, what does Bradshaw that ass mean? <laughs> oh, he's pounding ass. Oh, oh God. Okay. Oh, <laughs> fuck. All right. Um. Not nec- even. The next not day even interview. <laughs> the next day interview. <laughs> Adam Cole. Pays, oh, man. pays his dues. Um, he pays. That's he says. He pays. <laughs> he his gets dues. his ass Bradshaw. He <laughs> pays his dues. Um, talks about bettering himself at Evolve One by chatting to the Dream Man himself, Tommy Dreamer. Um, Evolve One, a show he was not on. Exactly. Um, he he came there to learn from a legend, um, who collects paychecks to this day. A worker. A true Dreamer, worker. Dreamer's a worker, baby. Um, there's a lot of similarities in their careers, really, if you think about it. I guess so. Adam Cole's do-rag and, I've got this written down, Heather Gray wife beater on top of khaki cargo pants look is like... 
I don't know, man. <laughs> Damn. I don't know. Not a single wrestler <laughs> that does a next day interview has a good look. I mean, like it's not unexpected, but still. Well, look, I know we don't that. know who number seven for the Pacers was, but that's a that's at least a look. Like Drake spent probably forty five dollars on that on that jersey at least. So give it to him. Like how many fucking zannies did he have to sell to, to buy that? I can tell you exactly how many. I mean, two thousand ten Houston prices. I can tell you how much that is. Um, but this look that Adam Cole has, like, imagine thinking that this guy is attractive. Um, shout out to Hunk Tears. Um, <laughs> his and his shitty like Philly accent really comes out in this post match interview, and he's just the most disgusting fucking man and I would not fuck him with a stolen dick. Oh, I think I missed a few words you said there. Um Oh yeah? But Adam Cole finishes promo by saying he will stand up to Jimmy Jacobs on nine eleven. Wait, did did something lag out? Do I need to repeat <laughs> No, I just feel like I wasn't listening, um mm. because did you... Your old friend Hunk Tears, you blame him. Yeah, yeah. When I hear Hunk uh, Tears, I instantly stop. Yeah, um, you had the ugly bitch solidarity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I'm gonna grab a. I'm gonna grab a beer right quick. If you want to roll, I'm gonna be like two seconds. All right. Okay. Beer break segment. Be- beer break. Gonna... Um. Quick. So, Lenny Leonard's feet. Um. We haven't talked about them a lot on this show, um, but I haven't been thinking about them a lot, a lot recently. I went through like a, a week straight of just like not being able to stop, um, but I think that I think I'm doing better um, after that. Like that one Lowy Lane? No, not Lowy Lane. I don't know that one woman. Um, posted a picture of that steak on the internet that looked like a foot, <laughs> and I thought, Lenny, are you okay? Um, it's, her name is Lacey Evans. Got it. I said yeah. Lowy Lane. Lowy? <laughs> so that wasn't right. I mean, Lowy Lane. <laughs> I like the idea that their last name would be Lane, because... <laughs> The Lane family lunch tree. Um, <laughs> lunch and dinner, you know? Yeah, lunch and dinner. Um, no, uh, yeah, that, that's that got to go on the uh, – that that picture has to go on the ring canvas of a Fire Pro Wrestling World ring um, for sure. Um, I, I was going to show it to my wife because she knows about Lane's lunch. I've showed it to her, and she thinks it's, like, hilarious. <laughs> Um, and she knows about the cha cha. Uh, yeah, she knows. So, her and I have been listening to Street Fight Radio for like a couple of years. We're big fans. Never We're heard of it. Patreon subscribers. Well, you know, Murder Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's his show. It's his podcast. Um, he's been doing it for like seven years or some That's shit. That's a long time. Um, yeah, Chapo Trap House was like almost born out of it because they all appeared on his show together, and then they were like, "We're going to do a podcast together, make way more money than you ever will," um, which is pretty fucked up. Anyways, he called <laughs> it the cummy beans. So she's that's what she she likes the cummy beans. She's a big fan of the cummy beans. Um, she's she's six months pregnant, almost seven months pregnant. 
No, so fuck. I don't know. It's 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 a whirlwind. This whole thing. Um, I was gonna show her Lacey Evans. Uh, tra- yeah, trad wife, uh, Lowy Lane's uh, dinner for her husband. I was like, you got to see this. I was like, you know, Lane's lunch. And she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, fuck, don't. What the fuck? Why are you talking to me about this fucking wrestling Twitter guy's lunch plate? You know, I love her. She's the best. Um, and then I'm like starting to show it to her. And then I remembered she's pregnant and she just throws up anytime anything is slightly gross. And I was like, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to show you Lacey Evans dinner. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's my Lacey Evans dinner story. It's fucking disgusting. And she's a fucking Nazi too. So fuck her. Good shit. Next a match. literal cop. Next match. Um, their title, uh, Chakara Sekigun, but I did not, <laughs> um, respond to that. Say so, that. Say those. Say those words again, uh, and I will fucking kill you. <laughs> Chikaris, you've been running that glass jaw of yours. Fuck, man. Um, and this variation of that unit um, is Jigsaw and Hollow Wicked, um, and they go up against your Akuma's your, army. Your, I wish. Um, your friends and mine, Flip Kendrick and Lewis Linden. Mm-hmm. Aeroform. Um, Aeroform, correct. Still the most consistent thing on these shows, I feel like. No, I think that's accurate. I just yeah. heard yesterday that Aeroform is coming to my... Not Aeroform. Just Flip Kendrick is coming to my town um, at the end of October. Um, from... Yeah, Lewis never leaves Ohio anymore. He just does AIW. I don't know. I don't know what Flip does. Like, I don't know how he gets to all these places. He's got his fans. Like, are people just flying him out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the big cat Scott Henson is uh, a big Flip Kendrick fan. He's flying him out to Vancouver. No, it's, well, to Olympia, be fair, it's all, it's all backyard lads. Yeah, yeah. So flying him big... out. Like, they're just yeah. like, yeah, I'll, I'll do you a salad. Um, totally, totally. It's cool. I'm glad all those guys are still at it. I love all of them so much. Um. Makabe versus Thatcher. Makabe versus Negro Navarro. Watch those matches. If you, if there's some, if there's some, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast, awesome. You're like one of our five friends. I love that. Thank you for listening. Um, if you haven't watched Daniel Makabe versus Negro Navarro yet, go do that. Because what are you doing? Stop listening to this. Go watch that. Wow. I just ran off, uh, ran into an uncomfortable statistic. Uh, oh, not, yeah. Man, man, statistic, maybe not a fun fact, but a, a... About how many people are listening to this show? No, that is a depressing <laughs> um, statistic. Mm, but sure. Gran Akuma and Brad Allen will have their last Evolve match at Evolve 5. With each other? They're going to be in the same match. Okay. Well, no spoilers. You know, I like to go into these shows blind, but that's depressing. That is certainly... It's really give and take there. Yeah, I'm really in my feelings now. Um, this match is kind of good. Um, yeah, sure. But, it's always good when like, Flip and Linden are there. Yeah, it's hard to mess up Aeroform. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably the least of the Aeroform matches. Uh, like the the one in the last show had fucking Chase Burnett on it. Oh, that rolled. Yeah. You can't. You can't beat that. That was that's next, um, next level shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think this is beneath, you know. The Dark City Fight Club, and I don't know. 
It's not. This isn't like this isn't good. I don't know. Did you say good? I don't know if I say good. I said fun. Pretty fun. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I say good. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say good is. Let's get to star ratings. Good would be mm-hmm. three stars, not three stars. Yeah. I, I yeah. We're so, not gonna have that conversation, but in my mind, mm-hmm. that's what that dollar sign equals. All right, three dollar signs. Three dollar signs. That's how I um, measure things. Dollar signs. Bryce Rimber, Rimsberg gets like a bigger pop than it, either of the teams, <laughs> which is like you, you mentioned that this is Chikara's. This is a place where Chikara's run a few times, so I guess it makes sense. But fuck, man, he sucks. What are your thoughts on Bryce Rimsberg? Nah, he's not my cup of tea. He's yeah. not my cup of tea. Um, I've seen him just be like a regular ass dude, but not recently. So, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, I thought this was it's... better than the Dark City Fight Club match. Okay. Um, very different, I guess. Right? Yeah. It's hard to compare, but. Yeah, yeah. Um. Flip does a no hand spiral tap con hello is what I have written down, and he lands on his feet, um, which is uh, you know if you're not familiar with the spiral tap, it's just a front flip with a 360 like horizontal spin, um, like flat spin. So it's the move that AJ Styles did. It's the you know front flip and spin, um, but he does it over the top to the floor and lands on his feet, which is. Bananas. Fucking nuts. He's he's such a Flip Kendrick is such a crazy person, and the fact that he he's got to be like hard to work with or something, right? Like, there's there's no reason this guy shouldn't be everywhere. Have, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say a contract, but yes, he should be everywhere at the very least. Like, fucking AAW should be booking him, and I don't know for sure. I mean, for sure. Um, he, at one point he does a like a springboard back flip from the off the middle rope. Um, into a drop toe hold, um, yeah. <laughs> which is like wonderful. Um, and it's smooth as hell too. Like absolutely. everything, he, it's not just it's not just wow. I can't believe how many flips he does. It's like it's creative and it's fluid and flip rules, man. And Love then immediately Jigsaw follows up with the least pretty um, response to that by hitting a running chop block right to the front of Flip's knees. Um, which you don't see a lot. Mm. Um, I don't remember that. Is it? Are, is was it actually good? Yeah. Um, okay. Because like well, I must have he did it. it in like a drop down motion, but mm-hmm. he just really leaned into taking out Flip's knees. Um, I was like, like caught him with like his rib cage and then in the legs. Um, like he leaned with his shoulder, but like gotcha. It's just okay. like, it's a little lean. Um. A little lean. A little lean. We could all use a little lean, right? <laughs> For sure. Um, but, yeah, I think more Jigsaw and how we could. Um, Jakarski gun, as as you've been told. Um, I told you not to say that fucking name again. <laughs> uh, we're good, like, bases yeah, these, for Flip and these guys, Linden. They're two of the better ones. I, that's all I got. <laughs> I hate fucking Jakara, man. Uh, they were they were pretty much taught to do weird shit, um, to take weird shit from their trainer, so to make people look good. Um, yeah. Well, this is one of the first examples of Chikara guys being on these shows and not wrestling just other Chikara guys. Yeah. Yeah. They so get a break out a little and, bit. Yeah, and they were they were good. This, yeah. this is fun. They're, I like it. Yeah. 
This so far show is just really is moving fast, at least. Um, Cole versus Gargano was absolute ass, um, but at least it's moving along. Right. Oh, I do have I have a note here that I should say. Um, uh, probably the worst Aeroform match yet, but still good. And what do you expect against a pair of white dudes calling themselves Seki Gun? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Imagine like, imagine just willfully co-opting any culture so hard and being okay with it in your mind. I fucking hate your car. <laughs> 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 nice. The Rick and Morty impersonation. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, it. love Killing the fandom. It. Yeah. Um, next match. Eric Cannon versus Sammy Callahan. <laughs> fucking. Uh, all right. Sorry. I'm still I'm still laughing at that sick fucking verb. I can't believe you did that. That's good. All right. This show is. This is a good show. Let me see, let me ask you something. Yeah. We'll get to Eric. We'll get to Eric Cannon, the five foot one inch backyarder, taking on Sammy Callahan, the five foot two inch backyarder, in just a second. Okay. Do you think these shows are good? <laughs> Not evolve. Do you think our shows are good? No, our shows are very good, actually. Okay. Um, All right. People should really be listening to these. I mean, it's okay that they're not. I mean, it's fun. I don't know. So this is, like, at a certain point, how far back do we pull the curtain? I don't care. Like, you can see, you can, all right, you can see how many people download these shows. I can't, and I would never ask. I'm guessing single digits. Don't answer. Do not respond. Do not tell me if that's true. <laughs> do not tell me because I don't fucking care because it's fun, and I'm enjoying watching wrestling I never watched. But I think this is good. You think it's good? I enjoy it. Um, it's not. It's not. You didn't answer the question. <laughs> it's good. It's it's, it's great podcasting. Um, All right, for listeners. I'll tell you what. I I have a uh, a very like firm ethos about jobs. Not that this is a job, but. It, just stay with me. In my professional life, I feel like every single job you have, whether it sucks or is great or is something you're suited for, underqualified for, excuse me, <laughs> beer three, underqualified for, overqualified for, regardless of all of that, you should leave with a better resume than you came in. You should get at least one thing out of every job. And obviously not everybody's fortunate enough to have this, but you should leave every job with at least one thing you can write down and say, I have this. I didn't have it before I worked here. Now I'm going to move on to the next thing. And I'll tell you what, man, me and you, we didn't have a podcast about feet before this. <laughs> right? Um, Unless you got a second show that I'm not aware of. <laughs> no, no. But is it fair to say we have a podcast about feet? Um, yeah. It sounds like these feet that we talk about, are very specific feet. Um, I mean, we could branch out. It's episode four, man. Is it time to talk about other feet? <laughs> we do know feet. We we know feet. We uh, well we we know. Feet. <laughs> we oh. have no feet. Yes. Mm. <laughs> just a bunch of feetless mother fuckers no, just walking around. Well, we will. We will leave legs. this when we finish this show after we've done Evolve 150. Um, 
we will be able to put on our resumes podcasted about feet 2018 to i don't know 2027 probably yeah hopefully evolve dies so we can just like at least we have an end you know yeah hopefully we die yeah that Woo. yeah keep on crocking um <laughs> fuck <laughs> eric cannon um what rocking a rocking a look this show um because typically he has a very pointy mohawk, but he just like shaves that. Um, so he still has oh, a mohawk. I didn't notice, but it's just oh, it's a man. shaved mohawk. Yeah, that's um, a look. And he looks <laughs> tubbier than before. Um, which is he's always been a tubby guy. He is a tubby the guy. The pants are not flattering. No, the fucking garbage bag pants, like. It's got to be hot to walk around in those. Can you imagine the amount that, like, the inner thighs of Eric Cannon chafe? Like, he's got to be, like, just throwing baby powder on himself in the pre-match, just doing, like, uh, you know, like like uh, LeBron James or, I guess, maybe Kobe Bryant will do, like, they'll throw the, they'll, like, put their hands together with the baby powder and throw it in the air and the, you know what I'm talking about? No, oh, I hear you. I hear you. All right. <laughs> Boy, okay. I hear you too, buddy. All right, let's move on. All right. Um, so, I enjoyed this match. I don't know if I would say it's good, but I enjoy it. Um, yeah. This is yeah. Um, definitely during Callahan's good era, um, where it works really snug, really hard, really fast. Um He's in good shape, too. Yeah, well, this is part of the um, era where they they make sure to mention on every show, um, Callahan used to weigh 300 pounds. Um, I've never seen that stuff. I've always heard about Fat Callahan, but I've never seen any of it. Like, 08, IWA, or whatever it would have been. I've only heard about it. I've never seen it. Same. Um, yeah, I just, Sammy's definitely at his um, peak amphetamine usage in this era. Which is why his matches are good. Um, do you do you enjoy taking Adderall? Um, I did half a half a pill once. Yeah. Did you uh, did you throw a bunch of knife edge chops after you took it? <laughs> I can't say I did. Well, you know it's. Anyways, one of the better drugs. Just saying, one and definitely one of the best ones to wrestle on. I'm gonna take a guess. Um. Yeah, I think it's really cool to see Sammy like do good shit. It's, it makes you sad about where he is now, but it it validates the fact that oh yeah, I used to like this guy a lot. Yeah, it he takes some really nasty spills along with just being stiff as all heck. Um, yeah. At one point, he just takes Cal- uh, Cannon down to the ground um, and starts driving his elbow into the back of Cannon's neck. Um, and it looks real mean in that I would not want to be on the other side of that. Um, but he also takes this, this wicked bump, uh, on the apron, um, as these dudes go to the outside, onto the apron, do a little Mortal Kombat, um, bullshit, um, <laughs> trying to beat each other off, um, literally, figuratively, um, and start... KMFDM plays. Ex- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and start straddling uh, 
the guardrail. Um, so they got one foot on the guardrail, one foot on the apron. I've been to an indie wrestling show. I've seen the guardrails. I'm not sure how they they balance that because um, every single one I've been to, that guardrail would have slipped out within two seconds. Um, but these two guys are throwing headbutts. Um, and then just a, a real crafty thing. Um, Cannon is the first guy to fall, but he just like he just drops down, lands on his feet, and takes out Callahan's legs. So he smacks rib first on the apron, and it looks painful. Um, like it's yeah, it's a side bump. It's it's really cool. Like I don't know, you don't. So that's a weird thing about um, we we all. All right, so I guess probably at this point everybody's sick of apron bumps. Um, I have my go-to joke every time I'm at an AAW show where um, if they start fighting on the apron and they do a thing, I yell, it's the softest part of the ring, and it gets a laugh from one guy. Um, I'm usually so fucking hammered when I am at those shows, so forgive me. Um, but And they're ending there's only two more shows at the LaSalle, and that's at Columbus Hall. I'm very sad about it. Um, so no more AAW podcasts, unfortunately. Um, but no, um, you rarely see an apron bump that's, like, logical. There's no reason for two guys to be fighting on the apron, first of all. And then usually it's some elaborate, like, big suplex or, you know, fuck, JT Dunn was just, like, tombstone pile driving motherfuckers on the apron in every match for a while because he's terrible um this makes sense this is opportunistic you know like eric cannon sees the opening um and just fucking it it's a sick bump and it's not like a fancy move he just like yeah you said appendix first like that's like legit how he lands it's gross it's really good it's really good. It reminds me of something you'd see, and you know, interesting to say this, but um, because he faces Sammy on one of these evolve shows later, but it's like a, it's like a spot you'd see in a Fit Finley match. It's really cool. That's that's a good comparison. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm here for the expert analysis. Yeah, you know, that really hits home um, on a lot of levels. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine spiking your hair? Like Sammy does. No, I can't imagine <laughs> having hair, let alone spiking it. Um, you well, piece of shit. Um, uh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not hey, man, I've, I said it last time. You, you got you to gotta look. You pull it off. You look like you're living in the modern era. Sammy out here looking like it's 2002, all right? Weird little fucking nerd. And I'll tell you what. It's weird when you... Um, like when you see these people like people who look like him and you remember they exist because I don't know about you but I go through every life trying to avoid the type of person Sammy Callahan is and I don't know you're like you see like one of like those weirdo scene kids from 10 years ago that you knew like still live in that lifestyle you see like a picture of them on Facebook and like they change their relationship status or whatever and it's like oh you got married I'm sure that'll be great um some guy you knew back when you were actively taking painkillers every day, for instance. And while you've moved on and uh, gotten help, gotten clean, and have made a life for yourself, uh, that dude is still just doing the same shit, 
wearing the same clothes, listening to the same, uh, I don't know, glass jaw CDs that he burned in 2004. Sammy Callahan is that guy. Except, and get this, except he fucking managed to get a WWE contract somehow. <laughs> and that makes me feel, I don't know. I don't know how this guy conned people into giving him a job. Like, he's good here. He's not WWE, you know? He's, he looks, he's a fucking, I hate him. I hate him so much. And I hate that I like this match, but it's good. It's... Yeah, I think there's a little too much uh, <laughs> fighting spirit of sorts. Um in this one, a lot of kickouts that seemed highly uh, unnecessary. Um, but I like the stretch muffler, so it's a good move. Yeah. He never sets it up well. Yeah, but I like the fact that Cannon is is trying to kick um, Callahan in the face to break it up. Mm. Um, it's it's a move that lends well for a struggle because of the way that it leaves your limbs sort of flailing. I think it's. I think the stretch muffler is very um, – it looks legit, but it also looks like the the guy is usually legitimately trying to fight out of it. It's a great move for that. For sure. Um, let's move to the post-match, I guess. Um, Lenny says that as far as violent contests go, this may have taken the cake. Um, Callahan tells him <laughs> that he doesn't need to eat anymore. Please do not talk about cake. Um, <laughs> I don't eat anymore, Lenny, but I'll suck on them toes. <laughs> if only he said that. Now that would have been a babyface uh, move if I ever saw one. Yeah, that one guy in the crowd who yelled, woo, who would have really gone nuts for it. He would have been like, give me them toes. Take <laughs> them pulled, shoes off, Lenny. Pulled his whole hog out and started ranking it right there in the third row. I paid $25 for this seat. You're telling me I can't pull my dick out? Um, yeah. Hey, I have the words pansy little butt-loving scared little chump written here. What is that from? Did somebody say that at some point? Uh, I don't recall it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, huh. You know the, uh... I feel like I would remember that. Pansy, it says pansy little. This sounds like something Johnny Gargano would say. Does Johnny Gargano have a segment here? Um, soon, soon. Okay, maybe it's from that. Maybe I fucked up. Uh, all right, we'll talk about pansy right. little but loving scared little chump. Um, Callahan next day, um, promo, um, complains about his rib because of the bump he took on the side of the. April. Oh, did he really? Yes. Cool. He like so how... these these are good. These little post match things are good. The day after, yeah, like That's good. The folks, the, the remembering the full Love day after remember. is impressive. Continuity. Um, he says what makes him different is uh, how early he gets up in the morning. Um, doesn't like clarify how early he's getting up in the morning, but it's early, earlier early than other bird. people. Yeah, early bird gets the worm, or in this case, crystal um, meth. He says uh, it's because he's hungrier than the other folks. Um, but I was, I felt, I felt bad for Lenny because he wanted to talk about cake, but couldn't talk about cake. But he, Callahan could talk about being hungry. Now he's um, hungry. The fucking the amphetamines are supposed to suppress that hunger. So I don't know. I don't uh, know what's going on with this guy. He's wearing a green polo, 
striped dress pants, um, and a Transformers belt buckle, and it's all <laughs> terrible. Yeah, he's going for it at least. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think if they're gonna do these like quote unquote day after segments, we should be taking notes specifically on how everybody's dressed because that's what's important. No, it's a big big part of this. Um, was yeah. their casual wear? Um, then he says something about the message boards, but I really wasn't paying that much attention to. Um, oh, the the dirt sheets. The, no, just he literally message boards specifically. Not I'm no typing di- something to you. I. I <laughs> it <What>? says I. <laughs> I was gonna try to be fucking cool about it, and I was gonna say, and then I was gonna be like. I was going to come back and act like I knew what you were talking about, but I just typed the words, I got to pee, I'll BRB. And then I realized that you have the sound, and it, they would hear me message, and then the the seven listeners to this podcast, they would hear me message, and then they would notice that I was gone. So I'm going to take a piss. You talk about the Assyrian portal. No, okay? no, no. I'm going to pee too. All right. Cut. Hello. Test. <laughs> Test. That's uh, Andrew dead. Martin, the wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got Woo! it. <laughs> Here right. we go. And we're back. Um, right. I almost had to poop, but I held it. Um, I, it would have been okay, man. If if you're going to cut it, if you're going <laughs> to... Let me ask you, is that just going to be like three minutes of silence on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> don't cut it just leave good. it in if yeah. the listener that's the listener's time to take a pee break too yeah um, it's you built into the show play some johnny gargano promos and that still is the pee break somehow um no if you hey man magic of editing we're, we make movies um you can if audio you get a, movies right well movies for years that's right. That's right. Sight and Sound. That's the name of the classic film poll. Um, yeah, so I'm glad that we did that. That was good. That was a really good piss that we had. Um, um, I mean, I had. I don't, I don't want to speak for yours. <laughs> yeah, I would went, imagine it was all right. good. All right. Um, cool, man. Cool. Not only are we back, Larry Dallas is back on Evolve 4, Danielson versus Fish. Um, he is with a, a, a woman. Um, who tells Larry... Finally, some inclusion on this show. Yeah. Um, she's wearing a, a very short dress um, and says that Dallas is not holding up his end of the bargain, um, that there should be VIP treatment, champagne, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then he tells um, the woman they never give her a name um, that it's raining and it's ruining his hair. Right. Um, and that's end of segment. Our... I don't have anything written down in this. I forgot about this. Um, maybe this is the part where the guy says pansy little butt loving. No, well, I... Okay. Um, let's move to the next segment. Lenny Leonard in the ring. Um, first time I think Lenny's been in the ring um, but right. without a match happening. Feet up on the turnbuckle. Just walks in. Um, wearing those... Those shoes that like fit your toes, yeah. Um, so you can see each, shoes. each little <laughs> nugget, um, just moving, just wiggling. Um, yeah. But they're covered up still. He's classy. Um, <laughs> Picture this: snorkeler, goggles, 
scuba shoes. Damn, about to bust. He announces Callahan versus Younger on 9-11, um, which we knew about. <laughs> we knew about 9-11 ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> we already knew about 9-11. Yeah, of course, um, of course. You mean your mother. Um, yep. And then Gargano, Gargano comes out. Gargano. <laughs> Gargano. That's how they call. That's what they call him. Uh, his family back in the old country. Um, I believe it has to be where. What, what did you say? Uh, pansy little butt loving scared little chump. <laughs> um, yes, I believe that is um, with ninety nine percent certainty that is how he describes uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Um, only thing questionable here is your sexuality. Exactly. Um, running that glass homophobic jaw. Uh, yep, yep. Um, there's a lot of nothing during this promo. Um, but he does end it by saying "God bless Gargantua," um, which is also really bad. So that's your promo. So I know you don't like like modern Johnny. Um, and I've like obviously at this point, who does? Um three Ciampa matches in, but like, I don't know, man. I really liked what he was doing the last couple of years. Um, it's crazy how bad he is here. It's fucking crazy. And I never liked him until recently, but it's baffling to me that this is the same guy. It's nuts. Um, don't say that to him. He'll probably say something truly problematic. Mm, um, he, would just, he would just look at his hands, you know. <laughs> well, how am I so violent? Um, yeah, how am I so homophobic? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, next match, Ophidian and Amasis versus Cheech and Cloudy. Um, Assyrian Portal, quite over. Up in smoke, not so much. Yeah, they love their uh, Chikara dudes. Um, who is... what? Somebody mentioned in the chat that... Um, one of the Assyrian portal is working without a mask now, and he's got a different name. Do you know who this is? Um, that'd be Amasis. Um, and what's his name? Deshaun Pratt. Deshaun Pratt. All right. Um, he sucks. The other one sucks too. Damn. Fucking <laughs> terrible. Don't know why you need me to tell you this, the, 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 the other worker name. I just wanted to put a uh, name to the face that fucking I've never seen, burial. I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I was watching this show, and I, you know what I kept thinking is, this show's great, right? I love it. Every match. One match is just as good as the last, which is, now that I've said that, I don't know what if that's praise or, <laughs> or what. But I was watching this show, and I kept thinking, you know what this show could use? Some dancing sequences. Finally. It's what you needed. Finally. Got it. Got him. I have no notes on this except that I can't believe a match this boring is happening on my computer. Like, that's what I have written down <laughs> on my computer. I typed that, so I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's really bad. Um, really boring. Not much you could care about. Um, someone does an homage to Donald Trump and hisses. Um, very boring. Um,. There's one point in the match where the crowd goes, ugh. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was it. When Cloudy does a uh, plancha onto uh, Omasis, 
Um, Amasasis. Um, where Amasis kind of gets just like bent over the guardrail. Oh, um, yeah, I remember that. Okay. But that's the, I think, the sole moment that anyone um, cared about this match. Um, you know what I like in these matches and these like shitty, like late 2000s, early 2010 tag matches? And I guess it's still going today, um, especially on like low level, like shitty indies where they where they're they're just finally like now seeing this shit and they're taking inspiration from it. Um, is when one guy, when they like figure out a way for one guy to like convolutedly and accidentally hold their partner in a front face lock, and then the opponent like I don't know gives them a super kick or whatever, and then the guy like. DDT's his partner. Like God, that's, that's a, the best. Mm. That's 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 the stuff there, man. That's that 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 good shit. I need a supercut of every time that's ever happened, and I'll just watch that. My and eyes would bleed. Quietly pass away. <laughs> exactly. Um, finish of this is cool. It's a dooms. I have it written down. Doomsday device shining wizard into power bomb over the knee. Does that make sense? No, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. That now yeah. being that I've seen it, it all that, that makes sense. Yeah, um, is that a thing they did? Yes, I haven't seen a lot of up and smoke matches. That is a a regular finisher on their end. That's fucking good. It's real stupid. Yeah, like, it's I'm a big so fan. Stupid. Huge. Like fan. just do a doom. First of all, just do a doomsday device. Second of all, just do a doomsday device into into a power bomb instead. Third, sure, make it a shining wizard. And then, fuck, why not? Drop him on your knee. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Just keep adding the, to it. I think this move is called The Indies. Really good. Really good. Bad match. Bad match. They, um, I'm pretty sure Cheech and Cloudy call out Aeroform in their next day interview. Yeah. Cloudy looks like the American Flash Morgan Webster. Um, slightly less inbred. Um, more likely to own guns. Yes. Because it's America, obviously. Um, he is from the great state of Rochester. Um, and that ends my notes on the night one watch, so I have to actually find where I messaged myself the rest of my notes that I've sent myself while I was uh, uh, at work this morning. So, um, Well, <laughs> believe it or not, we only, got, we only got two matches left here. Yeah. Yeah, um, this show is this show is moving. Like the bad stuff was obviously bad, and there's going to be terrible shit on all these shows because Gabe sucks. But like, I mean, Gabe's a genius, but he makes mistakes. Is what I meant to say. But um, no match one, has been above 15 minutes so far. Yeah, it's moving. It's moving. It's a big deal. It's very important. Uh, Callahan versus Cannon was the longest match at 13 minutes and 53 seconds. Um, yeah, didn't feel like it. No, that match like that's like a fun, you know, like shitty IWA Mid South match. Like it was cool. Exactly, exactly. Um, did you find your notes? Yeah, I got them. I got them up. Well, then let's go into um, a match between between two late greats. Um, Chuck I mean, I said, Taylor. I, said I, I got it up. I yeah. got it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chuck Taylor versus Jimmy Jacobs. Lost it. I had it up. Lost it. <laughs> Just dropped it like it's hot. Yeah. Um, well, no. Just like it's cold is what happened. Got real cold in here. Um, 
This I is... was in the pool. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs is the wins leader, if we're to believe the commentary. This is this is for um the being the evolve win leader. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy is not wearing pants. Yeah, I I I didn't write anything down about that because I thought maybe it was in my head, but yeah, Jimmy Jacobs in trunks. It was. I don't want to say startling, uh, but... A classic look, I would say. Yeah. Harkening back, really, to his his roots as a professional wrestler. Um, do I think... always did like the, the one long leg and the one short. I just thought it was a cool look. Um, that was just you, I think. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, that's... Did you like this match? Oh, God, no. Okay, good. Heavens, uh, no. <laughs> um, well, in that case, I just want to give some props to Chuck Taylor because he does three or two things, I guess. One's you can two and two things. Okay. How but many things does he do? There's two or it's two or three. You really, it's up to you whether you think two and three are just one thing or two um, and three are <laughs> separate individual entities and that can exist. Um, by their um, <laughs> Is I'm, one of these things a thing? You be the judge. <laughs> um, email us at wkdwk uh, at dot co um, and <laughs> log that into the system. Um, yeah. Tell me if it's two or three. Just that's Put the subject the you email. Um, yeah. Then two or three. Send me a picture of Sam. your feet. Um, yeah. <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> What if we could parlay this show into us just getting feet pics? Uh, some burly, hairy feet, long toenails. Give it or to whatever. me. Or whatever. I'm good with whatever. You know? I didn't know I loved feet until we started the show. <laughs> until you and saw. now I got my wife sending me pics, and she's like, I don't know. Did she send whatever. you pics? Yeah, she's pregnant, so they're swollen, but that's kind of what I'm into now. You're like, Lenny's feet are kind of swollen. Yeah, well, it's because he's fucking beefy and he's just been working out. <laughs> yeah, in the gym. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing those, uh, those like knee curls, no, but he... he's putting all the weight on the on the metatarsals. Yeah, you know, he's what I'm running like these five Ks, so his feet are just mm, smacking that pavement, and they're just getting yeah. nice and full on the bottom. Um, yeah. Because gravity and um, shit is just working itself out. We need to talk about the fact that he responded to your tweets <laughs> about his feet uh have we not recorded since this happened no that was the day after our last episode it feels like it was a month ago yeah well that's good that means you're maximizing your enjoyment of the passage of time that means you're gonna die one day but it will feel like you have lived a full life yeah. that's what that is <laughs> um so yeah he definitely um replied to me um yeah. what he said i can't recall I think it was, do I even want to know? Because you said, I spent two hours podcasting about Lenny Leonard's feet. And I'm pretty sure he said, do I even want to know? Yeah. Yeah, that seems, that that rings bells. I want to say that you replied, and I I will just see if I can find these. But you replied with something along the lines of, probably not. Yeah, that seems accurate. And Um, I replied, please send me more pictures of your feet. Um, people you follow so that will show um, oh 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 hey 
five days ago was Lenny Leonard's birthday. You got tweets from Chris Zellner, Rob Naylor. Happy birthday, Lenny Leonard. Uh, Jake um, Clemens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Here we go. Um, September 12th would make fun of that Vox video. Um, is it Vox or Vox? I say Vox. Vox, um, yeah. But I talked about the, at WWN Lenny Leonard's feet for two hours last night. Hashtag WDK Evolve. Um, and then Skyler, um, first shout on the sco- on the, first shout out on the show for Skyler. Um, DM feet pick, sweetie, at Lenny Leonard. Um, and then you said, yeah, you probably don't want to know. Sorry. And then, yeah. You got likes from me, and it looks like Lenny. Um, and then I yeah. tweeted, Lenny, you should come on the podcast. We can talk about your feet together. Zero likes. <laughs> I, I got cold feet. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Nice. I did the damn thing. Nice, nice, nice. That rule. Man. man, what a – it's – you know, they say don't meet your idols, but feel free to jack off to picture their feet. That's what they always say. So um, it's man, Lenny Leonard would definitely 100% come on this podcast. I think he would. I think I don't know if he'd come on for a full like. Nah, he'd where... definitely check out after like he <laughs> talked about his feet for more than 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, I think 10 seconds though is like at a time we can get away with. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be hard to drag this content out like, past a couple more with, with with your feet. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know. Man. You gotta know. Ten seconds though. That's you gotta get in and out. Um, Thirty seconds. I don't even need to take off my pants. Um. Okay. Let me tell you about Chuck Taylor. Um, for a minute, you don't give a shit. No one does. But I. You know what? <laughs> um, he does this 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 tope thingamajig. Um, by doing some walk on water. Um. Stones in the water. Um, fire oh, the on the water. Into the, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Centon. Um, <laughs> into the crowd, right? Into the crowd. Yeah. Um, looks good. She looks good. Just walks on that guardrail and then instantly goes right into a centon. Um, Chuck the Taylor, like when he's showing his like weird athleticism, like it's not like a traditional like classical. Um, this guy is you know, can do gymnastics or whatever. Like he, he's got a weird body and he's got like, he's got a weird long body, obviously. Um, hashtag long body. Long uh, body. Yeah, so when he does like a thing like this, or even like when he would do his moonsault or his like swanton bomb, he looks pretty good. Like he, Oh God. Okay. You loop that. Um, it's, it's pretty like pretty, um, it's like a swan, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's very nimble. It's got like nimble. Yeah, I, don't I, think, I, I think it's like nimble. A, like it's a cat of some sort. Yeah, like a cat doing a flip. Like, yes, like Teddy Hart's cats. Exactly. Right, Mister. What's money? Mister Money. All right. I heard Mister Money passed away. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a, a, a he, yeah he owed no, money. Um, <laughs> he, he, I thought you were gonna say he owed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, just a little, a little pause, poking a syringe into his tummy. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's very sad, very sad. That's why you got to have a friend with you, you know? Um, passed away. 
Did you hear that Chris Benoit passed away? Oh, try to skirt responsibility. Um, Jimmy Jacobs. um, Is Jimmy Jacobs 3-0? Did you hear that Kevin Sullivan killed Nancy Benoit? I mean, Vince was the father, so that's all I know. And the ghost. Yeah. Holy Spirit. Um, Who's to say? Who's to say? What did you just say to me? Is Jimmy Jacobs 3-0? and um, Not anymore. Was he? So, okay. Yes. Chuck Taylor wins. He is 4 and Well. <laughs> All right. Let's not skip ahead. Because <laughs> it's very complicated. Um, All right. Oh, I got, I, I, can, I, can I also say, Jimmy does a baseball slide drop kick to Chuck yes. Taylor. Um, exactly. What and then Chuck does a bump over the guardrail. Yes. Um, And again... It's not quite Drake Younger taking the press slam on the floor, but it's a a pretty heavy slap. Um, so I'm really glad – it's good that you wrote this down because I have like a a lot of words written on this too. I'm, it's cool. I'm glad. Like we're definitely on the same page about this. It, fucking, it is a slap. I think Chuck – this uh, look, we're not, I'm not going to say this Jimmy Jacobs versus Chuck Taylor match slaps. But the sound it makes when his back hits the floor is definitely a. It has more. It has more moments than you would think. I think this one does. Yeah, Um, I mean, sure, it's a bad match, but yeah, sure. Um, and the crowd, like, they go more quiet than they've been this entire match. Like, they're very tired. They're like, oh, is it? Is he okay? Um, and then Chuck, a cat. (laughs) As Jimmy looks like he's about to try to dive walks up the guardrail mm-hmm. from the outside just one step oh, lanky body long legs long boys um steps on that steps on the apron hits a knee to jimmy jacobs and i was like i don't know how that just occurred yeah he's got some stuff he's got some stuff he can do um i don't think anybody's gonna deny that chuck taylor has like a an interesting mind for creative spots because and i'll tell you what he's really He's at his best when he does like um, not that this is not that this fits the description of what I'm about to say, but Chuck Taylor's really good in like weapons brawls. Um, he had that match with uh, Riddle at Evolve, I guess last year Royal Rumble weekend, um, where it was just all you know chair spots and and Riddle also a good prop guy apparently, um, and then he had the. Um, Taylor versus uh, Jack, uh, Zach Saber Jr. Um, for the the title, the title change in PWG last year, where they used like, um, you know, thumbtacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they had some stuff. Like, he's got some stuff where he can hit um, creative things, weird, you know, prop based stuff, and I think. You give him a guardrail. You give him something he can, like, yeah, use those long legs. Climb up it. I don't know. Chuck's cool, man. Why did you send me this picture of the fucking snob? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, Lenny says Chuck Taylor is 3-0. and Chuck Taylor says I'm 4-0. Um, and then in the post-match, he says he's the face of Evolve Wrestling. Man. I guess, I don't know. I I guess... Four and I don't know how many how many shows have there been because it's felt like we've been doing this for um, a long time. This is we don't know of all four of all four Danielson versus Fish. So right. you be the judge. 
it's really weird that this is like a battle between two of Evolve's top stars. Like if wins and losses do matter, then I guess mathematically these are two of the top stars. Um, but it doesn't like feel that way without like if you didn't have the numbers on the pre-match graphics um, and like Lenny, um, you know, with freshly painted toenails, little pieces of styrofoam between each toe so they don't bleed onto each other. If you didn't have Lenny with his feet up on the desk reminding you that both of these guys are undefeated, um, you wouldn't know. Like you wouldn't remember. Um, and like, ima- like imagine booking this. Imagine being Gabe. First of all, <laughs> I feel like Gabe Sapolsky. Imagine being Gabe and booking this promotion and like you're looking at your guys, you know, you're looking at all your boys and you're like, wow, I got I got Davey Richards, but he's probably only going to be in the first show. Kota Ibushi, probably just the one shot. Hero, Cesaro, I keep saying Cesaro, Hero, Claudio, like who knows? These guys are working Noah. Please don't use his slave name. Right. Uh, yeah, well, and look. The New York 50. Um, I feel like... Yo, he fuck looked... the New York 50. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking... That bullshit? Um, who is, trying to steal thunder from shoot? the We Don't Know Wrestling 100 in its illustrious history um, of ranking the top 100 wrestlers of a given year worldwide because we're not discriminating against other worldwide. types of wrestling. Worldwide. You have to put worldwide um, on your ballot or I will not count it worldwide um no i don't and also last year didn't didn't like the top two guys were just wwe dudes yeah probably you don't remember i don't remember anything <laughs> pretty sure it was roman and aj were like it was i think it went aj roman riddle were the top three of the wdkw poll um it's weird that you run it but i remember it better yeah i um, love my fans weird. That's okay. It's, I understand blocking all that out after working so hard on it, and we do appreciate the work you do. Um, I mean, I don't, but others probably do. Um, no, the it's really weird um, to see these are the two guys because, like, Gabe had to. I guess he had to do like process of elimination. Who can I book consistently? You know, um, who's going to be around? Who's never going to get signed? to the WWE um, who's never going to go to Japan. And like these two made sense to him. Of course, Chuck Taylor finally made it to new Japan, which is really weird. Uh, in the last year, Jimmy Jacobs got hired as a writer for the WWE. Um, but like, yeah, I guess it makes sense. These are the horses he decided to hitch his star to, I suppose. Um, I don't know. Chuck wins. Chuck's four. No, or three. and he seems to, a bit confused. Um, he's confused, right? He calls for Lenny. He says, Lenny, get over here, you know? And then Lenny argues with him about how many matches he's won. Um, but, you know. And Chuck Taylor says, to the victor go the spoils. And the spoils are a foot job, you know? And Lenny's record, let me tell you this. Lenny's record, 2-0. and Because he has two feet, and they make me say, oh, you know? Uh Oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Just a little, just oh. a little FJ, you know. Oh, never had a foot job. Me neither. Seems like it would take a lot of coordination. Yeah, I don't know. The feeling of feet um, feel good in the hands. Um, 
but they just don't seem like they're built for that kind of interaction. Let me hey, let me let me tell you something, and this might be a little too, a little a little extra, but I don't even like. I've never had a good hand job in my entire life, so I, I huh. don't think a foot go, a foot job would be good either. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna say it would probably be a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bet Lenny could pull it off, though. You can do a lot more with your hands. I bet Lenny could pull me off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he can. You can do that for anyone, you know. It's a goddamn magician. Um, I'll pay him. Sex work is real work. Next day, um, interview. Um, Chuck Taylor's wearing a St. Louis Cardinals hat. Right. Um, Ugh. Gross. So we got some sp- these wrestling uh, wrestlers, big big sports buffs. Yeah. Um, Fuck the Cardinals, man. Um, says that Jimmy Jacobs was uh, pretty tough. Um. But he's now the win leader and the streak leader. Go Chuck Taylor. <laughs> the Undertaker. Um, Talking Taker. And that's what I got. We're moving on to the main event. Um, Talking Taylor. Talking Taylor. <laughs> um. <laughs> New podcast. The Place to Be Nation PWO Network. Talking Taylor. Episode one. Um, just Johnny Sorrow, probably. No, I would. I smoked so much weed before I watched this show. I had all my friends over in my garage. We just watched. They weren't even wrestling fans. We smoked so much weed, and it was just. They were like, "This Chuck Taylor guy's good." My Johnny Sorrow impersonation. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah, I listened to a lot of shows. No wonder you've got so many bad opinions. Um. The main event is Bobby Bobby Fish versus Brian Danielson. Bobby Fish. Two two future employees of the Double Double E. The oh. New York 50. The New York 50. How about that? What do you think about that? Fitty. NY 50? The New York 50. I hate it. Yeah, it's bad. It makes me sick. Bobby Fish is 0-3 and, and he's main eventing. Yeah, because wins and loss matters in Evolve. Yep. It's like uh, this is where you put the Waka Flocka like saying "Okay" gif. <laughs> um. So yeah, I. What are hmm? They do they do acknowledge that Danielson chose Bobby Fish to wrestle. Um, and oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, ah, okay. oh, that makes a lot of sense. I would also choose a complete loser to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Kayfabe. Um, Gabe. What did you think of this one? You want me to give you like an overall? Yeah, I want to overall impressions. I want to put you I have on a spot. Ton of notes, but wow. I want you to I mean, start to like three words. <laughs> Lanny Leonard's feet are three <laughs> words, but please do not use them for your description of this one. This was okay. Wow, that's bold. I'm Brian Danielson rules. Yeah. Bobby Fish sucks. Yeah. I think there's nine words. There's people in our DM group um, that currently are trying to tell me Bobby Fish is very good. Great. I rules. saw that. Uh, I, I'm surprised by that, honestly. Um, from what I've seen of this Evolve run, he does not rule. He is quite bland, quite bad. Um, and 
does the story in every match that we all hate, everyone should hate. It's a very bad one where he's, mm-hmm. he's showing heart. He's showing grit. He's, he's coming in early every day. He's the first one in the locker room, last one out. He's What's he doing in there? Yeah. For all those hours. You never know. You never know. That makes sense. Probably doing them, them PEDs. Um, yeah. I like how much we talk about drug dealing on these shows, but rarely we talk about the actual, like the, you know, the real Injection. HGH. Nobody's. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I, I liked this match okay at times. Like, I was I was definitely disappointed. Um I do have a lot of notes though. Like, do you do you have stuff written down that you like want to talk about here, or do you like where are you at on this? Because it it seems like you didn't like super enjoy it. I didn't I, like. I thought it was okay. Um, I got. I I mean, I got stuff. Um, yeah. I liked. I liked all the times that Brian Danson kicked at Bobby Fish's leg. Yeah, that was good. Um, because he would just keep on like just chipping away, chip, 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 chip. Um. And eventually, Bobby Fitch would just fall over occasionally. Um, like when just, he remembered to sell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When he just was like, oh, shit. I should do something about this. And right, this falls. is supposed to be a real contest. Yeah, yeah. He's too, he's too used to MMA, um, um, a shoot yeah. sport. His MMA spot fest that he likes to work. Yeah, yeah. No. Someone told me he beat up a, 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 a handicapped person in an amateur MMA fight. What? Um, that sounds incredible. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, I mean, it sounds terrible. But also, <laughs> like, it sounds. I'll say this: sounds very gifable. <laughs> like to see some short clips of that one. Um, man, I don't know. All right, so I have a ton of stuff here. Go for it. Know. All right, so before the match started, um, I just have bad streamers written down. Um, but okay. So you watched, you watched the pre-match, right? You watched Brian come out and, uh, he gets a huge pop. They don't even, but that's like the Gabe, the weird evolve thing where they're just playing like one song and then both guys come out to it. Like they could have played the final countdown. They could have played ride of the Valkyries. They could have played any number of like cool. They could have played fucking self-esteem by the offspring. All of the really good songs that he used for his entrance themes. And they just played some, royalty free you know bullshit um so that was kind of disappointing um but then he they're doing the intros and bobby fish gets a you know whatever he gets a pop on the level of a guy that you would expect his stature to get um and then danielson gets a great reaction people stand up they're very excited of course he was coming off of being fired from the wbe um for choking Justin Roberts with his tie, I believe, Correct. is the story. Um, I've never actually seen that era of WWE. Um, I was, like, this is, like, definitely, like, a dark period in my wrestling watching. I stopped and picked up right around this time, um, but I hadn't watched for a few years. And uh, so he's met with, you know, adoration, applause, cheers, everybody loves him, you know, it's been a whole, what, 12 months since he worked the Indies. Big, big fucking deal. They love him. Um, so they throw streamers in the ring. And, but they, they don't, so you've seen, you've seen Japanese wrestling before, right? Um, 
Yes. Puroresu. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so when you say it, you ever watch Twin Peaks? You sound like the guys like <laughs> speaking backwards and they they turn it. <laughs> like that's a compliment, by the way. Um, sounds great. Um, the man from another place. Um, the man from another Puresu. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, they this doesn't look like it looks when they throw the streamers in Japan. The streamers are supposed to fly and like unfurl as they fly through the air. This looks like people just took a like a fucking bundle of crate paper and shot them into the ring like basketballs. It's so stupid. It looks like tra- it looks all right. So I was gonna say it looks like trash. It looks like literal trash. It looks like somebody's throwing trash in the ring. It's like these fans have like never seen all Japan from the '90s, but someone on a message board on Death Valley Driver described the concept the concept of like all japan like pre-match pageantry to them and they were like oh it sounds cool but they got all the details wrong so they just threw a bunch of fucking trash in the ring all right that's one and then they started my favorite terrible chant of all time which is take a deep breath you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in and then they clap like this Which is the most fucking batshit, terrible, insane chant that I've... And I used to hear people like chant it at Joe, at Samoa Joe. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's not like to the tune of a song that I'm familiar with. And it's the amount of syllables that it is makes no sense and so and then you've got people chanting this like complete sentence and then trying to clap the same amount of syllables afterwards and it just sounds like a bunch of fucking idiots like i almost said something i almost said an ableist term there actually um it sounds really stupid (laughs) and i hate it and it's the actual literal dirt fucking worst chant and it's a goddamn mess and i can't believe that I got to hear it again. Very lucky. Um, so that's the pre-match. That's my notes on the pre-match. You really got like a lot of emotions going before that bell even rings. I'll tell you what. I watched this at seven, what seven thirty this morning at work, and I wasn't working. I was just like watching this and typing. Um, I'll tell you what. Dana Bryan wearing the maroon trunks. Those are so disgusting. They look like just a guy who dyed his own shorts with his like shit with his actual like farts and shits <laughs> it's a really bad look and i love it um i don't know he outclasses bobby fish in such a dramatic way um and everybody else in these shows too like he's Brian danielson is so like head and shoulders above all of these motherfuckers um Especially in a show where there's no like Chris Hero or um, Claudio Castagnoli, like the kings of wrestling, right? Those guys are great. Obviously, we love them. We stand kings, of course. Um, Danielson is just—he's just a cut above, man. He's an all-timer. He's one of the best, and he makes Fish look like an absolute scrub, and not even on purpose. Like he's trying to carry Fish. To a match, to a good match, to a, a great match. They want to have a great match. You can tell these two discussed this and wanted to have a great match. And it 
it's so obvious that fish is not up to the task. I don't know. I, it's it's tough. It's tough to watch this. Um, yeah, fish is very slow in this match. Um, he's been slow, I think, in every match, but um, it's so apparent here um, because everything the ableist lag- language. Don't say slow. <laughs> um, he works slow. Um, and he there is a difference between slow and methodical. Um, the you pay- bet. <laughs> One means no. Well, not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, means one thing, the other means something else. <laughs> There's no urgency behind any of his actions. Um, his strikes, which should be a key part of his entire offense, since it's all he's really got going for him, um, pales in comparison to Danielson's, um, to the point where he probably should just, like, threw, threw out his wrestling gear and just hung it up. Um, I would have been embarrassed. Um, everything <laughs> was just... Damn. Didn't have any mustard. Um, and then Danielson come and just, hey, I'm back. I'm back on the scene. Um, I'm just going to light you up um, and do your game so much better than you. Um, I guess you'll hope, hopefully you come rise to the occasion. But he just didn't. He just didn't. Um, eats fish up on the mat. Um, eats him alive. Um, he's doing some some good torquing. Um, not uh, not twerking, twerking, um, taking limbs, really banding them. Um, yeah. But Fish has no kind of rebuttal for that. And, yeah, it's it's okay. Um, if you want to see Danielson just really just kind of work through his stuff, um, <clears throat> you get that for sure. I think – so two things that you said um, – Danielson, like, just kicking the shit out of him, uh, like, hitting really hard elbows, chops, slaps. Um, and, like, the way you've mentioned him trying to – he's trying to make fish rise to the occasion. That's something Danielson does. Like, I've seen him do that over the years. Like, I think a really good example is the uh, the Cena match from SummerSlam 03. Like, he beats the shit out of Cena in that. And then Cena, like, has to give him receipts because Cena realizes, okay, this is – what the second biggest show of the year i'm about to drop the belt to this dude so i gotta look fucking strong so cena starts fucking blasting him like the working punches start to have a lot more fucking weight behind them you know um stuff like that triple h throwing harder punches throwing you know his fucking jumping knee strike or whatever wrestlemania 30 looked way sicker than in other matches you know um stuff like that Brian brings that out of people and fish was not there for it. He did not, he did not rise to the occasion. Just like you said. Um, and then also the mat work that you brought up, um, just basic stuff, grabbing, grabbing an arm, torquing it. That's something we've seen plenty of and evolve, like going forward, the grapple fuck era, um, obviously Thatcher Gulak, uh, Biff Busick to a degree are all very good at that. Uh, they're not Danielson, but they're just a cut below. Those guys are great. Um, but you like look at you look at like what Danielson does here, and you compare it to like Zack Saber Junior. Um, it's not it's not the same. Like ZSJ does stuff that's pretty and intricate. 
and it sometimes looks like it looks like it really hurts, but it doesn't look like he's like it looks so Saber looks like he's showing off his technique. Danielson looks like he's trying to fucking end a motherfucker. He looks like he's trying to break a dude, you know, from every angle, which is cool. It's cool to watch someone try to dismantle someone else. Um, he fucking destroys him throughout this. Um, and yeah, kicks that leg. He kicks the shit out of that leg. And Bobby Fish doesn't know how to sell it. He doesn't know what he has no idea. Like, and it's not about like knowing, all right, this is how I make this look like it hurts. It's about knowing when to do it. You know, it's about knowing, all right, this is when I can get away with hitting my offense as normal. Um, because it's a big, you know, it's a big comeback spot. I have to, I have to hit the crescendo that the crowd wants and needs. Um, he doesn't understand when to do what and his like little, his fucking Benoit worship bullshit. He shrugs, shrugs off everything to do a flying headbutt. Like, fuck man, Bobby Fish sucks so much. Um, yeah, I don't know. Brian kicks him in the head. Oh, that was very good. That was very good. Um, I think those are the kind of standoffs that were like, oh, what if the whole Masters list like this? Yeah. Where it's just building the anticipation of lightning striking. Um, and then the payoff is Danielson throws this brutal head kick. Essentially, like, has his foot planted, but he's throwing so hard that he loses his, his, his planted foot. Um, and just <laughs> there's this knockout kick. Um, so I only explain the sequence that I wrote um, in in all capitals exclamation points flash KO kick from Danielson German suplex two count tiger suplex two count <sighs> cattle mutilation transition to elbows twenty count <laughs> two count um and then there's a lot more well not a lot more but there's definitely more. That occurs. Um, so yeah, they had a pretty a, a, a stretch there that felt like, oh yeah, there's stuff that I'm liking here, um, but they never used that. They they didn't they didn't take it home. They just transitioned. And just to it. kept going. They just kept going. Bobby Fish thinks more is always more. Like he doesn't. He he has just a a severe lack of understanding of what this is and what makes this good and what sets um, athleticism apart from quality, you know? Um, He sucks so much. His strikes suck. Um, He, like, forgets to sell or just ignores it so he can do more quote-unquote cool shit. There's multiple moments. There's at least two moments in this match where he, like, seems to forget sequences entirely leading to super awkward miscommunications. Like, he forgets to, to duck a clothesline, like, late in the match, when the crowd is just eating out of their hands, even though they're not doing great stuff. And it makes the crowd sit back down, you know? He's just bad. He's just fucking bad. Um, 
that kick was cool. I don't know it. That head kick, um, like it's like a roundhouse, you know, standing head kick, like you said. Um, it felt like Brian making a statement, like I need to. Like, he is, he's not selling, like he should. So I have to actually kick him in the side of the head. Um, and I think it's really good because it leads us back to episode one of the show. Um, where I talked about how Bobby Fish was most likely to uh, murder his wife and child uh, because of uh, CTE. So um, I think this led to that, and uh, it's helping me fulfill the prophecy that I have uh, predicted. Congrats Um, on that, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So Danielson wins with what? How did he win? Um, Calf Slicer. Right, right. Yes, okay. Weird. Um, cause he locked in the cattle mutilation, which is oddly a very similar name for a move. Uh, I never thought about that before. Um, and it looks like Bobby Fish is going to taff, but Mike Keener like holds his hand. Did you see that? No, I didn't. That sounds cute. He's, yeah, it's really adorable. Um, they're going to, I'm a big, I'm a big Bobby Fish, Mike Keener shipper. Uh, I don't know if you know about that, uh, Tumblr.com. Yeah, my uh, favorite shipping of all is uh, Lenny's Feet and Me. Um, there you go. So, there you go. I get hopefully it. I can, hopefully I can make an appearance in some of those. We can all... Yeah. We can, he's got two feet. Might as well Might as well utilize both of them. Um, Have a double, double take. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, there's... A post-match here that's, like, pretty cool, but it starts out, um, of course, all right, we should say, and I think we should do, like, all right, here's the match, here are the two guys in it, uh, we talk about it, and here's the winners, because people aren't watching these shows with us. If anybody's listening to this, they have not watched the show, except for maybe one freak, and holla if you hear me, shout out to all my freaks out there, um, but we should try to paint the picture of what's happening. Uh, so Brian Danielson wins with a calf slicer. Um, and then Bobby Fish rolls out of the ring and he's, he's asking, he's, well, he's demanding water. He's furious about this water. No, he said, where the fuck is this water? Water. What the fuck? He yells. And it, have you seen the video? Do you know Baked Alaska? Um, yes. The alt-right guy? Yes. So he got pepper sprayed at some rally and he like live streamed it on Periscope and he was just saying, I need milk. Who's got milk? I need milk. This milk is what and bread. That, that, yeah. Yeah. White people. Um, that's what that, that's what this reminded me of. Um, was baked, Bobby Fish is baked Alaska. That's... He's both Chris Benoit and baked Alaska. Making some really good comparisons for Bobby Fish. Yeah. I think it fits. Um, and then, um, I won't say all of what happened in the post-match, but one thing that stood out to me is the phrase that Brian Danielson said, and I'll repeat it verbatim, now I am looking forward to September 11th. Aren't we all? Every yeah. year. Christmas come early this year. Yeah. Danielson versus Sawa, the next show. Calls that motherfucker out. Let's go. <laughs> Calling you out. 
man submissions match. Um, probably, probably it probably ends and goes without saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that he, this is your standard they've, they've Andy agreed to terms. Andy wrestling tour post match promo. Um, besides calling out nine eleven, saying what's up nine eleven <laughs> baby. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up Sawa. Um, Justin Roberts cannot st- melt steel beams. Uh, he tells the folks that uh, if you have not seen Evolve One, grab that DVD at the merch stands. <laughs> Do yourself yeah. a solid. He's a salesman, a worker to the very end. Um, yeah. He's a tape watcher too. He's a fucking in that goddamn film room every damn day. Um, That's right. Good helmet DVD box set owner for sure. Um, tells says, hey, if you want. A photo you want an autograph come on come on down to my table i'm gonna be here all night <laughs> come on come on down i'm gonna be here all okay. night long and um again he drake just voice. exactly he gets his best drake younger impression going and says free shit come yeah. on town i liked that that felt sincere to me like danielson is just like the fucking like ideal good boy of wrestling i don't know that that like worked for me because it felt real I don't know. I felt that it was. It felt genuine to me. I don't know. He's a good guy. Good he dude. seems like a genuine dude. Good dude. Post the post credit scene though. There's a. <laughs> yeah. They roll the credits, but no, you're not done. Mm-hmm. Larry Dallas. It's like a Marvel movie. Yeah, you gotta stay at the very end. Larry Dallas enters the building after. Getting kicked out by this bully, Brian Davidson, American <clears throat> Dragon. Um, after talking to his friend um, with a short dress, oh, my hair, it's raining outside. What in the heck? Um, <laughs> then he runs That's into. Exact quote, yeah. Runs into Bobby Fish and says, Yo, man, let's, let's do some hard drugs. Yeah. Um,. And Fish says, I'm retiring, man. I'm, uh, this, shit sh- this shit sucks. Um, and that was the end of the show. You know, I think if Sean Davis had been there with his bleach blonde hair and his wearing sunglasses indoors lifestyle, um, he probably would have been able to throw the right amount of Vicodin at Bobby Fish that he would have probably joined the crew. Um, I don't know. It's really it's it, you know it's exciting to me to see that Larry Dallas is still you know the coda of the show. Um, he's like the first guy you see on the DVD. He's the last guy you see right before you pop it out of the old disc drive and throw it out the window and hopes like a fucking raccoon eats it or whatever. Um, it's it's fluid. It's storytelling, beginning, middle, end. We make movies. Um, but yeah <laughs> yeah uh the lack of sean davis presence is felt in a major way um i you know and i gotta ask will he be back in evolve if not who will sell fentanyl patches to the workers who will heckle asian women and demand hand jobs from them who will wear fubu you know these are quite and let me just say i am willing to throw my name in the hat as a potential candidate for the position. I do want you to know they are 
100 volumes of Evolve past this. Did you say 100 volumes? Vol- <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing FUBU right now. <laughs> I'll carry this weight, both literally and metaphorically. Uh, yeah, I guess literally again, since, like, weight literally because of drugs, but also because Sean Davis is fucking fat, so. Oh. He's fat as, oh, fat as shit. hell. Oh, uh, shit. I don't know. I've considered becoming a drug dealer. Again. <laughs> um, it's a lifestyle. I mean, it's it's a job. Like, it's just a job. Sounds like you got to commit to it. Yeah. I mean, yes. In Ford Export. Yes, if you're going to be successful at any job, you got to go for it, man. Um, if you want to, if you want to be promoted from within, if you want to be the kingpin, you know, shit's not going to happen overnight. You first that, of all, that, that Fisk daddy. Um, That's right. You got to take it, uh, take it all or leave it. You know. Um, and give I it away, know. give it away, give it away now. That's right. Uh, Rage Against the Machine again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, there's only one band the from the nineties. Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'll be the drug dealer. Man, my um, dad loved Hootie and the Blowfish. It's weird that that guy became a country music artist. He's the only black man to ever be successful in country radio. Um, no, Darius Rucker's the man. Yeah, he's cool. He was in SCI this year. That's awesome. Like for an episode, or was he like a consistent role? No, he was in S. He was in the Scenic City Invitational. Oh, I thought you said CSI. That was I've, my misunderstanding. That show could not possibly. All right, crossover idea. PCO murders somebody. Um, I'd watch that. Yeah, Nick Gage is in the role of uh, the, the former William L. Peterson role. Um, one minute, he's hanging off meat hooks, smoking crack. You know, next minute, I'm investigating a fucking murder. Anyways, that's Evolve 4. Evolve 4. Um, any any. Th- any overall arching things you want to leave the listener with? Um, yeah, I think these shows are getting like breezier. I think they've kind of figured it out. I don't know what the next one's going to be like. I have no idea how long it is. It's going to take place on September 11th, so I have a feeling it's going to be a bit more somber of a tone. Um, you know, pay respects, you know. Press uh, F. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's headlighted by USA versus Japan, so I think there's some context there that Gabe's really trying to tap into. Um, oh, yeah, damn. Japan did do that. They were the... That was, as far as I know... Yeah. Um, yeah. I gotta brush up on some of my history. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I'm looking forward to it, you know? I know it's... So I, I'll say this. I know that there's gonna be a little gap. Um, you're gonna You're gonna have your new lifestyle. And again, I... Well, first of all, of all four, pretty solid. Solid I think show. It, I think it was. I think it was the easiest one to watch so far. I don't know if it was the best one, um, but it was the easiest one for me to watch so far. I had fun watching it. And, first show below double digit matches, I believe. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's probably why I liked it. Um, Moving in the right yeah, direction. I don't know. 
the worst shit was Johnny Gargano and like Chuck Taylor, and I'm just expecting them to be the worst shit now. So at least I can watch their matches and laugh at them, I guess. And Chuck Taylor takes sick concrete bumps. It's two shows in a row, by the way, that he he took an arm drag on the floor in the last show. Yep, yep. Somehow made an arm drag bump seem super dangerous. Um, this time he's he just he's got a weird body and it smacks against the ground in a weird way. He's got the acoustics. Yeah, he's got yeah. That's what it is. Definitely. Um, what are your thoughts of all four? Yeah, like you said, the easiest watch so far. Um, yeah. Doesn't have the best matches, but in Arrow form still continues to be a highlight of these shows. Um, yeah. I thought Sammy Callahan versus Eric Cannon was a bunch of fun, and I thought the opener pleasant surprise. Um, really, um, put like a nice color on everything else. Like I was just like, okay, I'm in a good mood. Uh, yeah. let's watch some wrestling. Set the tone. Um, yeah, definitely match of the night. Uh, Moxley versus Brody Lee. Um, I don't know what's going to be on the next show, but I hope Moxley's on it. I think he is great. I think 2010 Moxley is really good. Um, I want more. Um, have you looked at the card for Evolve 5? I have a card pulled up. Yes. Okay. I have uh, three questions. Is Brian Danielson on the show? Does he face Sawa? Correct. Yes, that okay. happens. That's got to be good. Um, the show is called Evolve 5. Danielson versus Sawa. Okay. The files that I'm downloading just say evolve and then whatever number came after it. Uh, that is the files that I'm downloading illegally off of extreme wrestling torrents.net and then subsequently uploading to VK.com, the Russian Facebook. If anybody's listening that cares, go fuck yourself. Um, Fight you can watch sale. it. Yep. Yeah. Sal, you can watch it for free on Russian Facebook. You big bitch. Um, no, um, <clears throat> I think, that will be good. I think if it happens, uh, Amazing Kong slash Awesome Kong slash Karma versus Mercedes will be good. Is that is that on there? That is correct. Wow. Um, and then there was another thing. It was – what was the other thing? Sammy Callahan versus Drake Younger. Correct. Yeah. So see, like right right out the gate, that's three matches I'm looking forward to. So they I announce a lot of matches for nine eleven. Um, gotta go big. Gotta, gotta go big go for nine eleven. Um, it's uh Christmas two. Um or you know Christmas A. <laughs> um you, the you know, they, they put presents around the Freedom Tower and then you open them. And uh everybody has little eggnog it's the last day it's the last day of summer i don't know if you knew that every year now they changed it um so i'm looking forward to 9-11 is what i'm saying i'm looking forward to 9-11 um looking forward to the action on 9-11 all of the action um around in and around the new york area the action on 9-11 looking forward to it um gabe gabe did put um evolve 69 on 9-11 so he like has no shit. like a deep respect for nine eleven. For memes, apparently. Um so yeah, okay. We're 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 going good. Who knows when we're gonna do we don't know Evolve Five, yeah. Evolve Five, Danielson versus Sawa, getting married. Um I'm moving. <laughs> um So you're moving. Okay, so you guys you guys are gonna get a house, you guys have like a whole thing. That's cool. Um 
whole process to go through. So sure. Um, I'm excited for you, man. You excited? I'm excited. Cool. I just want the wedding to be here. Sure. How long have you guys been together? Can we talk about this on the air? Is that okay? Sure. Um, two and a half years. That's a good amount. That's a good amount of time. Yeah. Um, I think me and Emily were together about just just under two years when we like found out we were pregnant the first time. So that might as well have been us getting married, right? Um, <clears throat> so like, I feel like that's good. That's a good amount of time. You've figured it out. You've had your fights and your differences, and you figure out: is this it? Is this not it? And if it is, then it is, and you're doing it. So I'm. Um, that's good, man. Um, it's gonna be fun. I guarantee you it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I think we will get around to doing more podcasts, but it's whenever, you know, we, we had a good run. Yeah. We got four (laughs) evolve shows deep. Like that's right. We talked about feet so many times. That's right. We're going to run out of feet content one day. (laughs) There's this, guess what? There's a new pair of feet born every day. That is true. At least one, most days at least. There's this line in Apocalypse Now. You know, you know the film Apocalypse Now. Never heard of it. All right. So um, there's this line that nobody ever like really mentions much, but it's always stuck with me. And it's Robert Duvall, who's like the famous line is the smell of napalm in the morning, whatever. Um, but he says the words, "You know what? One day this war is gonna end." And then he just goes, "Hmm." Like, like that's what that's like. All he's got, he's got this war, and after the war ends, what is left? And that's how I feel about Lenny's feet. You know, one day we're gonna run out of things to say about him. One day we're gonna bust our our final nut over those sweet, sweet feet, and then what will be left? What are we gonna talk about, Chuck Taylor? I, I don't know. Uh, it is good to know that Lenny's feet will not leave you all the way through Evolve's history. Those feet are present every single show. That's true. That's true. But the magic could fade, you know? Have you seen those feet? Yeah, let me let me take a look right quick. Luckily, they're in our chat. Like, <laughs> just scroll up a little bit, and they're right there. But Yeah, all right. We'll be all right. Yeah, if if push comes to shove, I'm, I was Adam, feet, picks, daddy. And I, we, <laughs> we, got, just need, we need more. We need more. Um, could you provide feet content? That would be perfect, Lenny. Um, appreciate your help. We know feet. We know feet. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs>